Wondrous Realms podcast group presents The World of Esther, Season 2. Another episode of The World of Esther, after our long, triumphant return. You missaid the adventures of Casbus and Acorn and other guys. <laughs> I'm Tyler Butler, the dungeon master and podcast producer here at Wondrous Realms Entertainment. Um, and I change the name of it every time. Do I? Yeah, I'm almost I'm almost positive every time it's a different name. It's like it's sometimes Wondrous Realms podcast group, and now I think Entertainment. Wondrous Realm Entertainment. Yeah, Entertainment. but okay. that's okay. You know what, Tyler? We love you. And that's so all that matters. <laughs> We're watching way too much Parks and Rec. Yes. Can you watch too much Parks and Rec though? No, no, you can't. No, not even on you the plane. You can tell we're back, everybody. <laughs> we're not, even, not even on the plane ride home from Mexico. There is never too much Parks and Rec. Oh, anyway, ah, uh, so I'm here with the wonderful cast. We've got Greg Hall. We've got Sierra Rates. We've got Regan Street. We've got Nick Grasser. And joining Who's us that? tonight, some bitch. Joining us so tonight weird. is a uh, special observer and uh, guest, uh, Greg's younger brother, uh, Mikey. Hi! Mike T. Burry. Mike T. Burry. There we go. <laughs> he wants to be a DM someday, but he's never played, so he's going to listen to our tomfoolery bullshit. <laughs> we don't own the rights to that! But we what, aren't what making money, do? so it doesn't matter. What did he sing? He was singing the Pokemon thing. <laughs> Pokemon! Okay, but we didn't, like, play the song. He's just singing it, and, like, covers are, like, legally protected. There, so There good. is a line. There have been YouTubers and podcast people who have gotten, like, copyright bullshit because yeah. they are just singing the song. Yeah. It's just depends. Dumb. All right, I guess I'll shut up. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Everyone's like, well, God, I'm not a, I'm not a lawyer, so <laughs> what the hell do true. I know? I'm not calling you the truth either. <laughs> So this is going great. Let's let's dive right in. <laughs> let's dive right in to another episode of the world of Esther. <laughs> <laughs> the loot's back, everybody. When last we left off, our group had escaped from the island of Circe, partially from her help. So does that count as an escape? Who am I to judge? Likewise, as they sailed away, they found themselves on board a ship that be may belong to an old friend. Who is this old friend? We don't know, but we have our suspicions. <laughs> we certainly have our suspicions. It's Noodle Man. <laughs> my it's Victor. My, oh, oh. my little noodle. Oh my god. Oh. Same. <laughs> Oh, we all have matching shirts courtesy of Regan. That's right! They all have our characters on them. 
I wish you could see them, but that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to them harder. But, but they are pretty cool. They are. They are very great t-shirts, and we want to thank Regan very much for this very special Christmas gift. Christmas slash birthday slash... New Year? Um, New Year gift. <laughs> yeah. All of you L- above. Likewise, it's a beautiful gift, and we love her. Mm-hmm. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Game! <laughs> so, once they boarded their ship, they played a couple of games of dice on board the oh, ship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, All the while. Yeah, I, I'm fucking rich now. <laughs> I, I still can't believe, like, understand why that guy thought it was a good idea to go four on one with the fucking gambling game. I mean, because he really wanted to sleep with me is why. That's true. Yeah, yeah he was a creep. Mike's like, what the fuck? Creep. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? I had, like, no money and swindled this guy out of all his <laughs> money in a dice game because I said if I lost that I would spend the night with him. Oh, shit. Which Stoltis had a huge issue with. And I play, with. like, a, a pretty cute redhead musical bitch, so <laughs> it was... Fun. Absolutely. Was yeah, so... After this amazing dice game, a couple days later, our delightful friend Scarlet began to have strange visions. In fact, even before she boarded the ship, she had strange visions. It's been a happening concern, and it reached its peak a couple of days into their voyage, where the man with the thistle-down hair has been tormenting our dear friend Scarlet by visions of him melting and begging and pleading for Flashing. him for her to come see him in his domain. So, at the very tail end of our session, when the insanity was reaching its full height, Stoltis came in to try to help when he heard the phrase, I'm begging, behind him. <laughs> and so our session begins! <laughs> At that very moment. Are we all, like, here? No. No, it should just no be a couple of you are still up top. Yeah, um, Minestra and, like, her fiancé, like, went up to, like, thank you guys. I remember that happening. These pretzels are dope. Mm-hmm. Who? Minestra. Minestra and her... Oh, that's the right, that's right. The chick who was dating the goat man. Was the man <laughs> your motherfucker goat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. We're only five minutes in. We've already had our first Witcher joke. So we are not sponsored, but we just really love it. So toss- now everyone can fucking get on my level, though, because I've been holding this shit in for years. <laughs> <laughs> for years. And now everyone's like, oh, Witcher, I love the Witcher. I'm going to make Witcher references. I'm like, bitch, we've been doing it. Next time I'm so happy that you're on the hype train. So. All right. So. All right. We... We open where we closed last. Stoltis, you've just asked Scarlet, what is the matter with you? Who is tormenting you? Who is he? And what is he doing? And you hear behind you... It's Brittany, bitch. Guess what, Mikey? This is the shit you're going to be dealing with. Making shit up as you go. I wish we could say that we're just doing this because you're here to make you laugh, but it's yeah. absolutely how it goes every session. Every yeah. fucking session. It goes too easy. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh. So, you hear behind you, I'm begging. Uh, Stoltz is going to completely, like, 
throw himself forward and turn around, like standing between where he heard the voice and where Scarlet was. For the briefest moment, you see a phantom of a green tailored suit and thistle hair, green emerald eyes staring in a sort of transparent way. For a minute, it stands there, and you see the desperation in its eyes before the phantom seems to shimmer and disappear and almost walk down the hall. Oh, fuck. Um, okay, uh, I'm gonna turn around. Like, you're... I can't remember if you were unconscious or if you were actually awake. I was awake, like as I said, Thistledown. Mm-hmm. But I'm very out of it. Gotcha. And super pale. And I think I was sitting on something. I think you were on the like bunk. Like a stretcher or something. Can't like, you come up with a shorter name for this fucker? We, I mean, we, the we do the... I do the abbreviation when I write it, but I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Just, like, reading it in my head is exhausting. <laughs> Can you think of a name fitting for this fucking multi-campaign BBG? This yeah. guy, that guy. Oh, wait, we already have bitch in the... I was gonna say, we already have bitch. <clears throat> the cloak of this guy. Okay, oh, man. Go. Go! Alright, sorry. Um... Yeah, Staltus is gonna... Uh, he's gonna turn his attention back around to Scarlet and just kind of check to see if she's like okay, and then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think, I mean, does she look like? I mean, obviously she's like kind of freaking out or whatever, but does she look like I could leave her alone for three seconds? I don't know. Do I look like you could leave me alone for three make seconds? Make a make a medicine check. I'm good at those. My one. <laughs> Somehow you looking at her put her in cardiac arrest. The question isn't twenty three. Should you leave me for three seconds? Do you want to leave me for three um, seconds? Uh, that's a great question. But yes, twenty three. Your current diagnosis seems to be that she is flipping the fuck out <laughs> internally. You feel very hesitant about leaving her alone, particularly when you have a phantasmal force walking around the ship. But it's also a force in my head, in Salsa's head, he knows that he shouldn't leave that force unattended. Um, if she's seen state, Wait, wasn't there someone outside the door, too, like, guarding it or something? I can't remember. Let's say there there isn't. Okay. Um... It has been, like, over two months since we played Esther, so... Yeah, you give me a moment, I'm gonna have to... Um... <laughs> give me one second, I'm so sorry. It's okay, I would, like, assist, but literally we've already established the fact that Scarlet is a train wreck. Like, I'm so out of it, there's really nothing I can do. Um, uh, he's gonna run to the door and, like, yell up, Casmus! I'm gonna run down. Acorn, stay here. Okay, oh, Daddy. I love Acorn. No, Acorn calls Casmus mommy. That's mommy, it. that's it. That's yeah. it. Come on, get it fucking right. I'm sorry. The only reason I know that though is because I listened to the session earlier. So, <laughs> uh, cat, Acorn may or may not be my baby little group. baby. Not definitely not group. But anyways, yes. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. It's so totally. Wait, is. wasn't Sunny there too? Sunny was with you guys. Yeah, because yeah, Sonny's with you, and so is... Sonny, watch it? Acorn, and I'm going to run Asshole around. McDickhead. <laughs> Sanjiro, that's it. <laughs> Asshole McDickhead. Anyways, calling out for... He's just misunderstood. I'm running Bitch. down. 
Okay. You <laughs> okay, so you're running down the stairs, and uh, Acorn goes to, Mommy, what's wrong? Stay with Sunny, honey. Okay, Mommy. Boo! <laughs> Come so, here, let's go play. Okay. And you guys go run off and play. You're running down to the sound of Gasmus! Yes. You run down the stairs, and as you run past the stairs, you feel an invisible force kind of brush up against Ooh. you. Make a make a const no, make a wisdom saving throw. You became Is this a considered vegetable? magical? I suppose. Because I get advantage against uh, on, against saving throws with against magic. Okay. Uh, that is a unnatural twenty. Okay. So all you feel is the invisible force, and like a slight chill runs down your spine as whatever passes by you passes by you. Can I see anything? No, it's completely invisible. It, it feels a, almost like... It's not like a brush of wind, but it's like an invisible solid object. I gotcha. There's, I also, like... there's also the faint chime of crystal. Can I just be like really creepily like muttering under my breath like not even real words but just like fucking like... losing my shit? <laughs> <laughs> is, is someone there? I want to look around and see if I can see what's going on. Make a perception check. Nine! Nine. You do not see anything. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> do I hear him say that? Or is he too far away now? Um, Make a perception check since you're up, up top deck playing with uh, Acorn. Love acorn. I do love acorn. You guys I really are welcome. Love I love lamp. Uh, Twelve. You hear a slight hello, but you swear it's probably just like one of the crew members or something outside of the docks. He kind of shrugged it. It's like, oh okay. You know, you continue playing <clears throat> with acorn. Okay. What are you guys playing? Uh, I figured we were kind of just like spinning Fiddle around. Sticks. Oh, ring I'm around so the rosy. Phone I'm so down. happy to hear that. Thank <laughs> you. So, Casbis, you hear nothing, you see nothing. Casbis, now! I want to cast Mage Hand and try to reach out from the like their direction of like what's passed through. Ooh, sneak. Okay. So you cast Mage Hand. The golden aura of the hand starts reaching out in that general direction. Oh no. I think at this point, since I haven't he hasn't come down, I'm probably like trying to make my way towards the stairs at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm still just muttering like I'm like freaked out, so <laughs> you suddenly see a crystalline spear <laughs> impale the magic hand. Oh shit! Oh my god. I'm immediately gonna start like, so like, and he- heading towards him. Stoltis? Caspis, did you see somebody go past here? No, but I sure felt it. Okay. I, 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 I tried to see if I could touch it with whatever it was with Mage Hand and something impaled it. The right. twinkling of crystal begins to increase. Uh-oh. 
Is it like still there or did it fade away? Oh yeah, it's still there. In fact, if you look over to the hand now, is that what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> you notice that it's not just the hand. The hand is, it's no longer, the hand has not disappeared. Instead, it appears that the hand has been overshadowed with fractals of crystal and it's beginning to extend. He's oh no! To a no! He's making himself a fucking body! <laughs> Do, do I see this? You see this, and it is. I, I you will, hear the twinkling of crystal as something begins to form. I want to cast firebolt at it. <laughs> Casmus, cut it off. Okay, you do that. Draw my staff. Roll an attack roll. That is a sixteen. Sixteen hits. All right. And you see the crystal begin to sort of crack. And you see the hand begin to spasm. And all of a sudden, the spear begins to wiggle itself out of the hand. And another crystal hand begins to form in the likewise manner. The crystalline appearances are increasing. More crystal is growing into a corporal shape. You see it pull the spear out of the hand and pull the hand off of the wall. A body is forming. I'm and slinging then, another firebolt at it. Okay. <laughs> That's a 20, 22. 22? Yeah, that definitely hits. As again, it hits the crystalline form. A bit more shatter, and then you see the crystal begin to slowly regenerate. What the hell is that? A Do I recognize it at all? Like, make, the magic. Make an arcana check. Nat one. <laughs> <laughs> This is magic beyond your understanding. Seltus is just going to grab Cassius offended. by the shoulder and like yank him back and like you know stand in the middle of the doorway. The crystalline form intensifies. Feet reach the ground and finally a face. Shards of red eyes appear through the haze of glowing crystal. And in its hand it holds the crystalline spear. And from it teeth <clears throat> begin to jaggedly form in a crystalline <laughs> jaw. And suddenly it stares at all of you. And instead of a scream or a cry it's a jagged alright yeah can I sling another firebolt at it roll initiative first okay are we both rolling initiative all people involved oh, no. roll initiative am I involved or not since I'm still up with acorn I would say you're still up <laughs> and am, am I involved because I'm like completely out of it and kind of sitting there muttering I don't know I mean you're if you want to try if you um, make, tell you what, make a wisdom save, make a wisdom roll, just straight wisdom, and add your wisdom modifier. Yeah, I got pulled up, um, 11. You feel an urgency to get up and help, but you're still traumatized as well, so I would say roll your initiative at a disadvantage. Okay. 21 for me. 21. Mm-hmm. 7. 7. <laughs> Remember when he sent this in the Zenos group? I'm like, this may or may not be related to the upcoming session. Yeah, and then it didn't at all. Wait, what? Yeah, it did. It was, uh, the, <laughs> your butt napkins, my lord. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> okay, what did you uh, roll for initiative? <laughs> Get this. It's a whopping 3. <laughs> Okay. Well, now, the crystalline figure starts the round. Hi! 
not at all surprising. It lumbers towards you, the joints of its crystalline form sort of jangling and creaking and cracking <coughs> as it comes toward you, Stultus, points its spear, and you see a crystalline shard forming at the tip and fire at you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Stultus is dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no, Tyler. Mm-hmm. 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 What you got? Does a, um, I doubt a, um, does 10 hit? Nope. Okay, misses. Cool. Shard just goes down the hall and spears itself into <laughs> a wall. Glenn! <laughs> Who's next? Is it my turn then? Yep, it's your turn. Cool, I'm going to follow up with Entangle, casting Entangle on him. Would okay. this be making noise, though? Would people upstairs hear it? Out of curiosity. I believe at some point some people will get curious. We'll get to that. Okay. Yeah, I'm casting Entangle. Um, They're all crystal people. <laughs> okay. Uh, do I have to roll anything? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I think it's like a strength, strength saving yeah. throw. I hate that okay. I know that by heart. It's okay. Um, what's the saving throw? 13. Oh, yeah, he fails. Good. Then, um, yeah, he's restrained until the plant, uh, by those plants. Okay. So the vi- vines seem to appear from the mass of the woodwork and sort of entangle the crystalline creature. Hiccup. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. No, I guess I would just kind of approach it with the staff at the ready, just kind of, you know, I, I don't know what else I can do at this point. I've restrained the thing attacking me. Um, Oh, God, what? I don't think I've ever, like, referred to this guy by his name. He's just always been kind of that guy. Hold on a second. Uh, I would like to try to, since he's restrained with your, you know, discretion, of course, I'd like to try to talk to him. Go ahead. What do you say? Um... Oh, uh, you and I had a deal. Long ago, you said you wouldn't harm me or my friends. Explain yourself. Do I have any idea what he just said? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure you don't. It just Mm. sounds like gibberish. And the groans and squeaks of a crystalline being with crystal lungs. It's odd. It's disturbing. Oh, that is really weird. Um, does he seem <laughs> like? Does it seem like a malicious thing? I mean, he already shot a fucking spear at me, but in his restrained form, does he seem like he's? It seems like he's desperately trying to get out. Okay, well, like he's a, not. I envision like a rabid dog. Yeah, he's not like, getting out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's disturbing. He's trying to pull against the vines, and he's swinging his spear. Rapidly gnashing his crystalline teeth. Mm. It's it's something glimpsed only in nightmares. Well, I've seen plenty of nightmares at this point. Um, yeah, I guess before like concluding my turn, I just kind of look over to Caspis and be like, make sure that Scarlet stays safe. He's after her. So you know this thing? Not in this form, no. But I think so otherwise. I guess that's all 
I got. So if you want to attack or whatever, that's your discretion at this point. I wish to use magic missile. Wait a minute, what did you roll? I rolled a seven, my oh. dude. Oh, yeah, it's. I forgot. I, you were I remember this. that. Scarlet, what are you doing? I think I'm going to stand up and I'm going to slowly make my way out of the room. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it fits. It fits. Well, I'm in a room. You guys are like all on the <clears throat> stairs, so like. Right. I imagine it's like, uh, like galley underneath. You're like in this back room. The staircase is like right here. Yeah. So I'm making my way up to the stairs, yeah, and I just see all this <laughs> bullshit. So Scarlet, you approach outside of uh, your current quarters, and mm-hmm. down the hall, you can hear these horrible retching sounds of like stone on stone and jagged crystalline whispers and screams and scrapings and ahead of you you see uh, Stoltus and Casbis are sort of encountering this it looks like a person if they were completely created out of Fabergé crystal with these glowing sort of shard-like eyes and it's struggling and then it sees you and it thrashes harder trying to escape. Um, <clears throat> let me see what I could even possibly do real quick. I'm sorry, but that is just terrifying. <laughs> ah, fuck! Fireball! <laughs> Kill it! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so with magic missile, does each individual dark at your spell modifier? Give me five seconds. What a- That's okay, because I'm still figuring out what I want to do. Yeah, I don't think we'd get thrust into combat this quickly. Right. Welcome back! Time to die. <laughs> Bibbity bobbity, your heart's gonna stop it. <laughs> Alright, creating three glowing darts of magical force. Each dart creates it's a creature of your choice that you can see within range. A dart deals 1d4 plus 1 force damage to its target. The darts all strike simultaneously, and we will be right back. I've gotta pick up food. One, and we're back. Thank you for holding for a moment. So. Um, let's see. Scarlet had just come out of her room and Screechy McScreecher face was screeching at her. This is true. <laughs> so, I would like to use Dissonant Whispers. Okay. So, I whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of my choice within range can hear, and the range is 60 feet, which I imagine this staircase isn't too Yeah, it's, long. it's within range, I'll say um, that. So he has to make a wisdom saving throw. That is a 13. Okay. Wisdom saving throw of 13. Or okay. be... no, never mind. But yes, I'm... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Natural 20. Oh, shit. Okay, he only takes half damage then. Alright, uh, how much half... Uh, well, I have to roll oh, 3d6. Right. Okay. okay, so... 
So he's only going to take four because I rolled really poorly. Okay. Because it's a total of eight. Um, All right. And it it says that since since he succeeded on the save, because if he if he failed, then he'd have to move as far as his away as his speed allows. Um, and it doesn't move into dangerous ground such as a fire or a pit. But on a successful ta- save, it takes half as much damage and. It, doesn't have to move away. A deafened creature automatically succeeds on the save. Hmm. All right. So, uh, what but was that? But it says when he... they succeed the, on the save that they still take half damage. Okay. So, so it's it's not going to try to run away from you. It no, be it doesn't to. have to. <laughs> yeah. He's restrained right now. Right. I thought it'd be pretty badass if he took all that damage and still stayed restrained. Mm-hmm. But then I rolled really poorly and he got the save. So. It's all good. But good effort. I just feel like I'm walking out, looking all pale, terrifying, terrified, whispering some fucking creepy ass melody. <laughs> that dude is suffering, and it is on um, psychic damage. Hey, okay. <laughs> I was thinking more like so Willy see, Wonka. It's the, it's uh, amazing. The you can no actually see knowing. the arcs and twists of the spell inside its fractured cranium. Ooh. And it just, it sort of twists and turns and... And it starts to try harder to get out. Not oh, away, yeah. but toward <laughs> you. Oh, no. Especially now that it has seen you. Alright, Kazabis. Alright, instead, I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb. Acid. Okay. That is a whopping nine. A nine does not hit. Yeah, I know, Tyler. <laughs> Sorry, it's my job. No, to be no, I'm just messing with this. <laughs> not to shoot myself in the foot or anything, but with the acid att- uh, affect the vines and stuff. That doesn't hit anyway. Okay, but if it's like in the general area, would it? You know, I'm not trying to shoot myself in the foot. Oh but... well. I think it was a nat one though. Well, that's true. But it's DM's discretion. Yeah. You still successfully performed the attack. You just missed. Yeah. Let's see. So if what Tyler is feeling especially devilish, yeah, he could say, oh yeah, you miss mm. him, but you hit his bonds and you freed him from his restraints. Okay. So a couple of the acid splashes on some of the vines. But Wait it's a only minute. Like small... Does entangle give advantage? What What does it read when they're entangled? Uh, a creature restrained by the plants can use the action to make a strength check against your spell save DC on a success it frees itself is it prone um it just says restrained okay I don't know what restrained alright restrained hang on I've got the uh I just wanted to know if I get advantage on the attack. A restrained creature's speed becomes zero. It can't benefit from any okay. bonuses to its speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Oh, so you oh, can roll again. Okay. Come on, buddy. 18. That hits. All right. There we go. And we're back. Big money. Yeah, and since you are going to hit him now, it will hit those vines. So. Okay. <laughs> 6, 12, 13, plus 4 is 17. Mm, wow, that's impressive. Oh, that sounded terrifying. Ooh, that's impressive. Time for you to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> so the acid hits the crystalline body, and the thing starts to shriek and scream, and... Is it vulnerable to acid damage, I guess, right? <laughs> I thought because it was crystalline, like, maybe the acid would, like, melt the stone or whatever. Yeah, actually, 
How do you want to do this? I'm oh! Like, oh! Um, uh, I want to... Oh my god, I didn't think I would get this far. <laughs> um, Neither did I, I. I guess I wanted to but like... those two fireballs sure did help. I, I want to get it like right in his chest and like to kind of slowly get into it and then burst. Ah, okay. So, so I want the, I want it's the like a, to like... Cause it's it's like a inches. chemical reaction. Yeah, it's, it's four inches in diameter. So yeah, it like burrows into its chest and just kind of... <sighs> It, the acid smashes onto the creature, and you can hear it start to scream. It's almost as if the lungs in its chest are, like, mashing and grinding. Sure, hope he wasn't actually a good guy. <laughs> and the acid begins to bubble and spit into his center, and all, and all of a sudden, the crystal begins to crack in areas, and it's like it's like the end of Atlantis with uh, Commander Rourke when he's that oh, crystal guy. Shit. And it's just like... Ah! <laughs> Excellent. Nice. That's a very good way to describe it. I'm on board for that. So you have these shards of crystal that suddenly turn into like dust, and the vines seem to limp and hang where he was. They're not going to form back together, are they? <laughs> Do you have discretion? Fucking Terminator bullshit in here. Dun 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 dun. No. <laughs> Okay, but remember the fucking zombies they threw at you and fucking Zenos that wouldn't die? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. They kept hitting him, and they were like, I'm back, bitch! <laughs> Tyler, would I have heard that explosion? Yes. In fact, everybody on top deck hears the thunderous explosion of what sounds like, you know, the breaking of glass, and also the strange ozone of, like, electricity. Okay. Well, Sunny will come running, obviously. All right, you Acorn. run down. Acorn in tow. <laughs> All right. Acorn's kind of confused. He looks at you and says, Where are we going, Sonny? We have to go see our friends. To the bottom deck. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's wrong? I heard a loud noise. Maybe they dropped something. Well, we're going to find out, Acorn. <laughs> Come on. Okay. So you head downstairs and you see vines that are just now starting to sort of disintegrate and turn into copious matter, uh, hit the floor of the ship. And you see Casvis and Stoltis kind of looking kind of horrified and kind of coming down off of an adrenaline rush. And you see uh, Scarlet in the back. She looks like a wraith. Pale. Stoltis? And almost just out of it. Stoltis, what the hell is going on? Why is mommy cursing? Come, come here. <laughs> give, give mommy a hug. I could use a hug. What happened, guys? What happened, Scarlet? <laughs> Stoltis, you seem to know him. Why is he looking at me like that? Why is he mad at me? What the fuck is he <laughs> You're the one who hasn't been telling me shit, but clearly. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, I'm the victim. I'm just saying. You? We're supposed to Are be... you victim shaming her right now? Yeah. What the fuck? Damn, Stoltis. Do you, you in-game, like, act kind of angry and, like, say, yeah, I'm with this girl? Is that intentional? Not, I'm not, not it's, def it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely uh, more of a... You didn't trust him? Like, like a very, you know how parents, like, when they get 
really concerned or worried they do have that like anger coming out of them because they're like dude what the fuck <laughs> yeah i'm sure that's exactly how she envisions your guys' uh, yeah. relationship yeah excellent oh oh no <laughs> who's your daddy <laughs> <laughs> No. No, he's he's genuinely concerned, but it probably came out a lot more brash just because he did just come out of that freaking horror show and he I mean between hearing you saying thistle down and then seeing this son bitch show up, like you know, he's probably a little oh, aggravated. Oh yeah, you've been through an ordeal? He's been in her fucking head. I'm dude. just saying he's been in her head, <laughs> tormenting her for weeks. I know so it. I know, he doesn't know that because you haven't fucking told anybody. Ooh, shit. He's not wrong. <laughs> You know what? This is exactly why victims don't tell their story. I'm just saying. You I'm didn't just tell saying. it! I'm just you literally did not tell him! I know, but that's why victims don't come forward. Right. This bullshit is what I'm saying. So, yeah, think about that. No, I, anyway. Running I down behind you in the stairway. Running down behind you in the stairway, a couple members of the crew and Sanjiro come down. They're like, what going on down here? Somebody with uh, not too many teeth <laughs> comes down with a bit of a peg like, what in the hell is going on down here? Is his name Gumby? He's got <laughs> Gumby teeth. I'm sorry. Uh, Stowaway. <laughs> we just put... <laughs> Stowaway says he's like, I was a Stowaway once. <laughs> We've come full circle. Boom! <laughs> Stowaway? What kind of stowaway? It wasn't human-like at all. Humanoid. Kind of looks around. Huh. Is that why there's no body? Have you ever seen a man made out of crystal on the ship before? <laughs> no. <laughs> why? You ever see a two-headed snake? <laughs> I, there was a man made out of crystal, and it attacked us. And someone knows something about it, but he still hasn't told me what's going on. I'm say Scarlet's gonna kind of like cross her arms and kind of like look a little like upset and kind of. What like... if it would have attacked Sunny or Acorn? Yeah, what if it would attack me or Acorn? <laughs> I don't want to get attacked. It's, it's, Mommy it's okay, it's okay me. Acorn. Look, the threat is gone. Let's let's get out from down here, go up and get some fresh air, and we need to talk about this for sure. No shit, I need answers. I think we all do. Just, oh. uh, just gotta push past the people in the staircase and walk up the stairs. They oh, all kind of so edgy. Rude, no pushing. <laughs> yeah, pushing mean grass man. Grass man. Sounds <laughs> like he deals with weed. <laughs> Got some uh, black bark if you're interested. Bring me some grass. Some boom, boom, boom. Grass that will make me so high off my ass. Not. Anyways, yes, I'm going to the deck. Why is that going in the notebook? <laughs> <laughs> because it's priceless. <laughs> Mr. Grassman TM. <laughs> so you all head up deck, and uh, finally the uh, captain comes around and he says, What are you doing? Up? What's going on? What have you done to my ship? I can fix it. It. 
It was, Mending, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, we just had a little issue. Um, I think it's dealt with. I will fix the damages to your ship. Um, but if you don't mind, my companions and I need to have a little conversation uh, privately. And that's fine. Uh, I'm also here to tell you as well, my employer is sending over a private carriage. Oh. To take you to their estate. Okay. You still haven't told us who this employer is. My employer gave me specific instructions, and silence about their identity is one of the top instructions. We were just attacked by something that was not of this plane. I need to know what the hell is going on before I go anywhere. Well, I assure you, the only thing we carry aboard this ship are shipments of wine and or spice. Spicy. So if it has anything to do with dimensional whatevers, that's not us. I'll leave you all to talk about it, but be advised, a carriage is on the way. Thank you. Are we docked now? Yes, you're docked at port. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of hustle and bustle to get cargo off the ship and new cargo on board captain is currently also talking to somebody about you know here's our shipment detail and everything here's what we need here's what i need all that jazz so the floor is open and sanjiro just sort of uh comes in and stands with his uh arms crossed and says well what did we deal with (coughs) or what did you deal with? Um, I'm not sure. I know what the contents of her book is, right? Like, I, I understand what was in her book. Just kind of an idea. It was yeah, a story you, you, you get an idea that it's about the calamity. Okay. Um, side note, I know I put it in there, but I don't know if you planned on it. Was there any ever mention of their time in the Feywild? So if I were to reference like the man that is on here, she would be familiar with it because of her book. Okay. Um, yeah, Staltus is gonna take uh, turn to Scarlet and. Uh, I feel like I'm kind of like isolated from everybody, like very dramatically, like looking over the you know edge yeah, of the you're, ship. Yeah, you're out of it. Yeah. Scarlet. Thistle down, man with the thistle down hair, the gentleman. That's who you've been seeing, right? Like, like stiffen up real bad, like. The what? Oh, wait, I read the book. I actually wouldn't know that name. The man with the thistle-down hair was a nemesis. Uh, some uh, He was something to Captain Shautha. They didn't get along. They fought. And after the calamity, we made amends. And he swore to the captain and the rest of us on her crew that he would not lay a hand on any of us or our companions and I think that was him but not him and clearly he wasn't going through with his promise to not harm anybody because clearly he was trying to get to Scarlet what does he want with you just me I highly doubt someone from the Feywild just wants a random woman. 
Oh, glaring daggers <laughs> at you. Just instantly just look over at you. With... I'm just speaking logically. I believe you, Scarlet. I, like... But why does he want you? It, but... Listen, I don't doubt that he is coming after you, but I feel like there's more to it than just because you were there. How long have you been seeing him? <laughs> Uh, freezing. <laughs> I know what I said. I know what I said. You won't leave me alone. When's the first time you saw him? The bar. Where he asked you to dance, right? It's always dancing. Always dancing. I'm so tired. Has he ever said anything that could indicate why he wants you specifically? Um... Um, he says a, a lot, all, all the time. It doesn't really go away. I, I didn't think that he would come after all of you, though, so. I'm trying to remember, Outgame, I'm trying to remember if he ever came out to the regular material plane. Or if he was always just in the Feywild. I don't remember if we ever saw him outside. Or if I've ever personally seen him outside of the Feywild. You literally saw him at the bar with me. Well, I meant... That's true. Yeah, you're right. I just said that, too. I don't understand what was so different this time, though. Clearly, when he danced with you and when I saw him back at the bar, he was very much so physical, very much real. And this time, it it didn't seem right. Something was wrong. Or have it some sort of manifestation of his will. Maybe that wasn't him at all. Maybe it's something he even can't control. When you see him, does he always act that way? <clears throat> Animalistic and like a rabid beast. Sorry, I need a minute. Out game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, he. He's never quite the same, but this is the first time he actually tried to to take me. Well, for your safety, I think from here on out until we figure out what's going on, you shouldn't be by yourself at any time. On the contrary, I think that I should not be with any of you. How the tides have, or how the tables have turned, or how the turns have tabled. How the turns have tabled. <laughs> <laughs> with all due respect, Scarlet, I understand you're your own woman, but be a little less selfless. Just leave me alone! We're in the clear right now. We should take a look at our situation, go about what we were doing beforehand, and just be aware that this could happen again and be prepared for it. Are you okay with that? Will you, will you just stop? Will you stop? Are you talking to me or to him? I just want to, like, dramatically, like, fall to my knees with my head in my hands, because... <clears throat> right, you do that. 
Shouth, uh, Scarlet? <laughs> <laughs> Scarlet? And Sanjiro kind of lunges toward you. What's going on? And I, I'm just like looking through my hair and I'm very distressed and just kind of like muttering to myself still. Just. So we need to find somebody to help her. I can't stand to see her look like this. What kind of person could help with this? I don't know. Is there anybody with magic or something that could undo what's going on here? All of a sudden, you hear somebody kind of walking past you. Nothing, um, ma- Nobody malevolent, but somebody says, Is somebody having a psychological issue? All of us are constantly. You <laughs> <laughs> have to be a little more specific than that. <laughs> I would like to turn to where the voice was coming from. You see, uh, from where this voice is coming from is a person that is... It's a cross of a Catholic vicar and a scientist. Oh, no. And he's holding what he's looks to be... He's probe you! <laughs> he's holding a suitcase wearing these very uh, neat little bi-speckles. Oh, There's I a little bit glasses. of little gray strands along oh. his temples. And he says, Hello, I... I'm a sociologist. And, excuse me, sociologist. (laughs) (laughs) I am a sociologist. What is a sociologist? We are members of the Church of Sociology. What is a sociologist? Do I I know what the fuck this dude's talking about? Make a history check. Oh, no. Uh, 13. You've heard a little bit about this so-called Church of Sociology. What is it? From what you can gather, it's basically a group of people who believe in the power of technology over psychology. At least from their mission statements that you've lightly heard, they wish to help repel the demons of the nervous system through the neurological means of transformative technology. Shock thing. Transformers. <laughs> I could not help but well, notice I mean... that your friend here is suffering from a psychological condition of some sort. Therefore, I wish to assist and provide my sociological instruments to the task. How much has this stuff been tested by now? I understand that you guys have been at work for a little bit. Oh, we're very well documented within the Imperial Health System. What's your success rate? Almost 100%. Almost? Can we tell if he's lying? (laughs) Um, make a... I'm just going to go with it. That roll again? I'm right 99% insight, of the time. Insight, every insight time. check, that's it. You can make an insight check if you'd like. Okay. I'm not gonna let my companion go off with some nerdy nerd. Waka waka! <laughs> some nerdy nerd, okay. Fucking nerd. As a unnatural 20. He seems to be telling the truth. Okay. Seems to be. <laughs> I'll allow it. Alright, what is it? <laughs> Let me take a look at the patient in question. 
He approaches you, Scarlet. How the fuck did this dude show up out of nowhere? How does he also know her name? Wait, hold up! What's going on here, butler? <laughs> oh, no! Did Hello. I catch that he called her by name? Can I retcon that? I'm sorry. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> I thought he said he walked up to Scarlet. I didn't oh, think yeah. he oh, I thought he said, what's wrong, Scarlet? No. Sorry, please continue. So he walks up to you and says, what seems to be the trouble, my lady? <laughs> I said a stupid word. I'm still just like, I'm mm, I see. You're in an intense state of mental shock. No worry. And he takes his suitcase and it just sort of clicks. And something like out of the Avengers, it just sort of... <laughs> <laughs> and it has multiple shelves of like electrical instruments. There's like a pump that starts to... <laughs> In the words of Staltus, that ain't natural. <laughs> he sort of takes up these tiny little suction cups and says, Now, if you'll pardon me, I need to attach these to the area of your And I'm 100% going to be like all up in her personal space and watching this going on because I'm very intrigued. You can call me Simon. I'm Simon Shoeholster. And he implants these little nodes onto your head. I feel like I'm in shock, so there's, like, no way that, like, I can really resist. So I'm just kind of chilling. Obviously very distressed. He then takes out what appears to be a plane of glass attached to several wires. And he starts to fiddle with a couple of controls on his little transformer case. Presses a couple of knobs, flips a couple of switches, and you see that the glass, which is at this point transparent suddenly becomes very opaque and you see shards of like luminous light starting to shift and go through the glass Mm -hmm. projected through it and he says "Mm, oh my oh my indeed yes you have theratins and lots of them what's a theratin what is a theratin (laughs) theratins are electromagnetic objects that have been with us since the dawn ages. They prevent us from seeking clarity and are the result of all natural sin. Mm. Yeah, none of my books have ever told me that, so... Y'all let this fucking weirdo put this shit on my head. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I would have hit him with my stick if he was going to hurt you, so it's okay. He just said the stuff in my brain is because of original sin, so that right there is probably a sign that this is not... Sounds like we're letting him do conversion, conversion therapy. Conversion therapy, yeah, 100% what it feels like right now. I mean, so. I feel like Sonny just doesn't have any control over the situation, so I'm not taking blame. I know. That's, that's a- why, a- I don't kind either. of starts tugging at your rope. <clears throat> Mommy, yes. what is, what's the what's the coat man doing? He's healing her. Is he, though? <laughs> oh, of course. I'm going to attempt everything I can do to remove the theratins from her nervous system you said they were there from the very beginning why would you remove them in order to enhance our life into the natural order that sounds unnatural uh, simon was it yes Shy- simon Shoeholster. um at your service here's my card it also tells us the lodge number of our church organization but why did you board this ship i'm actually on transport to the next port where this ship is going 
I happened to be able to get passage by talking with the captain. Also, a couple of the crew members have been experiencing fatal regression. So, that's why I'm here, to provide my theological services. I do not like the term fatal regression at all. <laughs> like, as, as, like, out game. I just don't like it. I don't know why. Um... At any rate, if you'll excuse me, I need to return to my patient. Now, miss, does the patient have a name? Scarlet. Scarlet. How are you currently feeling? <laughs> like, like I don't know. Do do Good the wires question. do like the wires and stuff make me feel a certain way? Like, is there any? They're just wires on your head, okay. and, and you're still just like spacing out. Okay. So. Oh, the plastic. That's no worries. We'll. I'll start the de the dethatonizing process right now. It's not gonna hurt, is it? Oh no! It never hurts. In fact, it's pure tonal regression. Mm. So I'm, I'm in shock. I literally can't like react. To I anything. have concerns, but I'm I want intrigued. I want Scarlet to be better. So, oh, he starts flipping a couple of switches, and you hear it start to whine a little louder. <laughs> and all of a sudden, uh, he puts on this what looks to be like a mix between a stethoscope and. Uh, those electroshock tongs from electroshock. Oh, when you did therapy. this, I immediately thought like Cerebro. <laughs> Basically, it sounds like. And he uh, sort of puts the thing on, clamps it down to your temples, and says, I'm preparing the tonal regression right now. In a few moments, the obliquoscope will show that the thabal <laughs> regression has occurred. I honestly, kudos to you, dude. Like, you're just coming up with these on the spot, and I love it. What, what are you doing to me? I'm helping you. I'm being a sociologist. Would it be better if she was sleeping for this? No. It's pure tonal mass energy, a conduit of pure tone and sequencing. I'm having a really hard time, like, staying convinced that Stoltis is okay with this. This is super not natural. Yeah. And as the machine begins to whine, he pulls out this big telescopic lever and says, Pull the lever, crunk. <laughs> he just says, here we go. And he clicks it and puts it down. And you it's not like an electroshock. It's more like a... Like a worrying kind of feeling? Yeah, like a, like a sense of calm. You just feel these do, 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 do. Do, like, sonic ringings in your head. I'd like you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Okay. Your brain melts. <laughs> <laughs> roll 3d6s for me, or roll 3d6 six times for me. That's a lot of damage. No, you're rolling a new character. <laughs> <laughs> because her personality 17. changed. Alright, 17. So... All of a sudden, the shock and the mass adrenaline and the severe depression seem to sort of melt away. It's almost as if, like fluid, it seems to travel down your spine. 
Gross. And you start to feel a bit more calm, a bit more focused, but it's also almost like mesmerizing in a way. Mm-hmm. And he's Simon is taking a look at his ablation board, as he calls <clears throat> it, and the lines of light begin to sort of buzz like like static across a TV. And all of a sudden the lines get thinner and thinner and suddenly the lines aren't there. And now it's not so much a dark, opaque mass. Now it seems to be almost translucent with bits of gray. And he's taking a look at his ablation board. He's taking a look at his electronics and everything. And finally he says, I think that's as good as we're going to get for this session. I'm going to cut the power. And he... And you kind of knock out of it. And you feel better. He starts to unclamp the uh, stethocerebro off of your head. And he says, Scarlet. How do you feel? Fine. That's good. That's really good. I'm gonna like reach up and try to like touch your your head like where the please don't touch the patient after the tonal regression. Now tell me, Scarlet, are you feeling any symptoms of nausea? Do I feel nauseous? Um, make Constitution check. Uh, well, that's a 19, and I get pluses. That's so a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a nat one. Gang, gang. You feel fine. You feel serene. Fantastic. You feel better than you've ha- felt in the last week. In fact, it's almost as if you can't remember exactly what happened to cause you to get to this way. It's almost as if the memory of whatever this was has gone down the mighty river and left you behind. Would it be just great if it all just blew away? (laughs) (laughs) So no nausea? Uh -uh. Oh, that's good. That's very good. I think we've made excellent progress. I'm going to remove these nodules. Takes it off, and the whole trunk just sort of... He says, Now then, you may require additional treatments after this initial session. If you attend our lodge meeting at our current theological church, here's my card. We are Lodge 176. When is the next meeting? Whenever you feel like you can set an appointment, come to us, we'll schedule an appointment, and we can begin your next tonal regression therapy session. Thank you. You're very welcome, Scarlett. It's okay, I don't like it either, but Casmus would be like, dude, this is so cool, so like... It's so not natural. (laughs) I mean, Stultus is very happy that she's like feeling better, but he can definitely tell this isn't right. There's like, there's like some like... 
background terror going on. Like you're like, oh, she's better, but is she? Oh. It's it's like it's literally just running away from your problems. Like I'm, I'm, I'm imagining not confronting your issues. It's just I'm imagining they don't exist, imagining so. Avatar when they went to Ba Sing Se. It's like I'm Julie. The war has never happened. There is I'm no Judy. war in Ba Sing Se. <laughs> I'm Judy. I'm your personal representative. What happened to Julie? Julie had to go, you know, attend to the king or something like that. She's being recommissioned. Good times. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody's Judy, and it's like, oh, my God, this is a, this is a communist state. <laughs> <laughs> so Simon gets up and says, if ever you need any assistance, both of your friends have our card. Thank you for letting me practice on her, and I'm glad we could have... We could. Ex- okay. Okay. Out game. He just. He just said. Practice. For practice, and I realize now that 100% doesn't mean anything if you don't know the number. Like. <laughs> or he said almost 100%. Like. Yeah, we Two all people, try. Right? I was gonna say. Remember, One you can find any to. lodge of the sociological church of sociology in any imperial city. We currently have our mission here because of political reasons, but we don't like to get into that. AKA they're erasing memories. Understandably so, absolutely. Uh, Yes. Do you guys work for anybody? We work for the head church of sociology located in Imperial Square. All of our chapters and missions report to the head church. It's all on this card. Does the head church report to anybody? The head church is governed properly under the health supervision board of the Victorian Empire. Fuck, I knew it! As soon as he said Imperial Cities, I was like, oh no! Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, you should probably be going because we have to go as well. I should. I've got to attend to my luggage. We have a meeting with a snake. <laughs> I don't actually say that. <laughs> <laughs> he says, have a merry day. And he walks away. At that point, Staltus is just going to kind of get right up into Scarlet's face like, are you actually okay? I'm going to actually stand up from the ground since I've been like on the ground this whole time. Scarlet, so. you're never doing that again. Never doing what again? Well, where's that carriage? <clears throat> carriage has just arrived. Carriage has just arrived for Stoltus and party of several. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm not doing math right now. Y'all got a fucking tree. You got a Sanjiro. That must be us. We should be going. Where yeah. are we going? Do you know where you are? Do I know where I'm at? Make a wisdom. Oh, no. Oh, no. Make a history check, actually. History. Oh no. Oh no. Oh yeah! (laughs) Nine. Nine? You are vaguely aware that you sailed across the way from a place to visit (laughs) your friend Timothy, who is dying of syphilis. (laughs) At least that's what you think. Oh, good lord. Yes, we mustn't keep Timothy waiting. Wait, Timothy, is that actually... I'm trying to remember if that's somebody we're actually seeing or if that's... 
Timothy. Timothy. Timothy's not someone. Oh, there is no actual Timothy. No. no. I thought I was just. No, like, it's just. I'm just babbling. It's fine. Scarlett, do you remember where we were before we came here? Yeah, we were at the place. You have to be a little more specific than that. <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, of course, I can be more specific. We were at the place. <laughs> This is severely freaking him out at this point. <laughs> you know, the place that we were before we were here, and now we're here, and now we're going to go see Right, Timothy. the poison for Cusco. Cusco's poison. <laughs> Man, that's two emperors new groom. references. It is just a beautiful day. We really should be going. They said the carriage is waiting. Yeah. I'm going to, like, look at you and be like, yeah, we should be going. Very, 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 All right. very okay. So you will pack into this ultra luxe carriage. Like this is the limousine of the modern carriage. <laughs> You've got six or so horses in black. Yes. Where is Charlotte? Where is oh, Charlotte's on the boat, wasn't she? Yeah, Charlotte. Do you remember Charlotte? Do I Don't you mean Susan? Do I even know these people? <laughs> you have. You have, it's a little fuzzy, names are a little fuzzy right now because your brain is just on the vibration right now. You know, now. you know us, you just don't know how but, you know us. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, you remember a horse named Carol. That's not right. <laughs> okay, says so the person who always calls him Susan. Look, <laughs> okay, shut up. <laughs> what happened to, to our horse? He's on the boat. You mean Charlotte? Who's Charlotte? I'm talking about Carol. No, no, no. You mean Charlotte. I'm pretty sure it was Carol. It's it's, it's Charlotte. Scarlet. Are you guys playing a trick on me? Mommy, why is Scarlett acting funny? Sonny's just going to start crying. Oh, no! <laughs> Scarlett's just had a long day, Acorn. It's okay. Did something happen with the doctor, man? I'm about to get back on that ship and start beating the snot out of the doctor. Like, have we started driving away at this point, or are we? Uh, I I would assume that you're you're on the gangplank, and Charlotte is um, downside uh, as well, and uh, he's just standing there. I love Charlotte. (laughs) And uh, the sir says. I was not given any instructions about uh, you having a horse as well. Um, there's a local inn that the um, the master is uh, currently in ownership of that has a sufficient stable for your horse. You're gonna get killed. What are you talking about? Shh. Don't say that about Charlotte. Very well, we will check into it. (laughs) Oh, no need for you to get involved in that. Um, I'll have um, uh, Philip. Yes, could you kindly take this horse to the Anchorage Memorial Inn? His name is Charlotte. He's not just a horse. Right. Can you register this horse down as Charlotte to Stoltis Party of? It's seven. Thank you. I would like to stop Philip as he's walking past him. Philip, right? Yes. Anything happens to this horse, you have to answer to me. 
And more importantly, you're going to have to answer that one over there. Understand? Hello? She's not normally this. He kind of looks at you and says, Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I hope it. Uh, absolutely. I will ensure that he is, Charlotte is, given the best suite as promised by our employer. Um, well, um, I'll, I'll be off then. Right. Chip, chip, cheerio. Pip, pip, diddle, do. And the, uh, the driver says, All right, everybody inside, quick, please, quick, please. He's anxiously awaiting for you. Okay. He's been waiting for quite a while, he says. So, everybody inside, make yourselves comfortable. There's champagne in the ice bucket in the central part. And there are several other liqueurs in the sidelong shelf along the door. You're, you're also welcome to the premium wine. We usually charge extra, but our employer has said otherwise. Likewise, I need to uh, get us ready to go. All right. So, so you all head inside the uh, the super carriage, mm-hmm. and it's very nice, plush velvet lined seats made out of uh, purple. And little streaks of like gold and pimpin'. oh yeah, it's it's a pimp and ride. <laughs> it's a very gorgeous uh, carriage, and there are multiple seats throughout. And as he said, in the center, there's like a small ice bucket with a nice bottle of champagne. Mm. I'm gonna pour me a nice full glass of that shit. Sonny's right. gonna pet the seats. <laughs> they are soft. It's like petting. It's like petting kittens. You can sit on. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh, oh. I mean, to be fair, the only thing stopping you from sitting on actual kittens is you. But <laughs> not that I would. I'm just saying. I was gonna say that's up to the cat too. Because let's be honest, some of the cats are just like no. <laughs> Staltus will not drink, but he will be uh, sitting. Is it like in the round, or is it like? Yeah, it's it's in the round. Okay. The only part where there are not seats are along the doors. Okay. Um, yeah, he'll probably be sitting like near one of the doors, but being able to like keep an eye on Scarlet and. I want to sit directly between Stoltis and Sanjiro. Uh, I was just about to say that was going to happen anyway. <laughs> so you all sit down and immediately they up? <laughs> and immediately the carriage oh, starts so to go you. you can hear that <laughs> and all the horses begin to trot and you're steered past the main plaza of um, we're on Rimmick that's it, we're on Rimmick uh, Rimmick Port Center then you're passing through the sort of trade town, then you're going up a hill, it seems, up toward this manor house, and you can see it up through the way. Uh, Scarlet, um, can you make another constitution check for me? Thirteen. Okay. At this point, your memories are starting to fit back in place. 
Not all of them per se, particularly uh, the ones pertaining to the mysterious white-haired man. Those seem to have been gone. But you're starting to remember, oh no, we're not here to see Timothy. We're here to see some strange guy. And that place that we came from was an island with a crazy witch that turned me into a fox. And <laughs> it's, it's, it, it doesn't come back all at once. It's just like, oh yeah, I remember. Oh yeah, that happened. It's like coming off of um, the stuff that the dentist gives you when they have to mm-hmm. knock you out and carve into mm-hmm. your teeth. You're slowly coming down off of that and it's like, oh yeah. I remember. They're doing this thing. Okay. And uh, I think we'll uh, take a break here just as we approach the manor house and the carriage driver is about to open the door. We'll be back after this break. And we're back. Thank you for holding. So, you, uh, you all arrive at this very large manor place. It seems to span an entire hillside. The entirety of the front of the manor seems to be a large, sort of grand opening of a porch. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. (laughs) And along the way is like a wall of large hedges. And in fact, some of the animal hedges are that there are animal hedges in a circle around a very large fountain that the carriage sort of pulls around. Uh, they are of a leopard, a serpent, a great eagle, and what's another one from that? Chicken. A fucking idiot. <laughs> and. It's killing me. I know the. Fo- I know the fourth one is a, um, honey badger. <laughs> honey badger don't care. Honey badger don't give a shit. We talking Hogwarts houses because it's a, ho- a honey badger. No, no. Because <laughs> you said okay. Like, what Hogwarts house is a fucking leopard? I mean, it's a lion, but or lion. <clears throat> well, you know what? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it. Oh my god, it's killing me. Well, we'll come back to it later. We'll get back to it later. There's a fourth animal hedge. There is a fourth animal hedge. There is indeed. So. Oh, it's a serpent with wings. That's it. I would never have guessed that. Uh, Codal? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So you pull up. You pull up in front of the manor house. And uh, the driver hops down and opens the doors and says, This way, please. We'll follow suit. All right. You all follow in, past the doors, and immediately you're greeted by um, a sort of butlerly gentleman. Hmm. He comes towards you and says, Which one of you is uh, Master Stoltus? Something like this? Yes. Yeah, it's a coral. Okay. Nice. <clears throat> that would be me. Very pleasure to meet you. My name is Javet. Javet? Javet, indeed. Javet? Sharker's hand, yes, It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, the master of the house has been anxiously waiting for you. And uh, who exactly is the master of the house? He told me not to say. He... Master you of the house? <laughs> 
Well, we should probably not keep him waiting, then. Indeed. He has not been well of late. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> Are we going to be here just in his dying fucking moments? <laughs> so he says, if you'll come with me, please. Of course. He, said, he leads you down a series of hallways into this uh, sort of... Into this little side alcove. He knocks lightly on the door. And he's, uh, you hear a voice that says, Come in. And he says, uh, Master, is the master awake? Just barely. Is he here? And uh, he says, Yes, sir, they've just arrived. They? Oh, he's found a new crew already. Oh, no, it's my boy! <laughs> He says, bring him in and pour us the blue wine for old time's sake. Plot twist, it's fucking, um, uh, Victor. what was his name? No, uh, Nordane. <laughs> like, he somehow oh. survived all this time. Chris is dead, dude. He died in the air. I know, <laughs> that's why I'm saying, like, it yeah, would be funny if we found out that he was actually alive. <laughs> I lived, bitch. Some fucking... So, Gervais uh, brings you in and he says, please, all of you, come in. And you're led to this bed that has um, what looks to be large curtains posted on all the um, posts of the bed. And in the middle of it, you see a man with um, scaly skin. He looks very old, very tired. Yeah, he would be very old. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at you and he says... Well, shit. <laughs> you look. Shit. <laughs> you look stunning for your age. <clears throat> you as well. Don't flatter me. I'm as old as Sim. He'd be like 95. <laughs> Immediately, a servant comes in and. Pours a bottle of blue wine and uh, hands you a glass and hands Vallis a glass. He says, Oh, so he is officially Vallis. He didn't state that until yeah. now. Just say Okay, I, I probably figured it out at this <laughs> no, point. He looks into the uh, Azure glass and he says, I haven't had this wine in over 50 years. Funny enough, neither have I. And cheers. The old sign's sake. To a new reunion. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a bit rough. It, <laughs> this, this is the is type of wine that... This is my boyfriend boyfriend That's all I can think of. First drink in 50 years. <laughs> That that takes me back. Yes. <laughs> Too bad it's a shit wine. <laughs> and yours is better, I'm assuming. I certainly try. <laughs> you notice, um, on the one hand, he is coughing quite a bit. And on the other hand, you notice that in parts of his body where you see the scales of his skin... They're sort of 
uplifted, mm-hmm. and you can see what looks to be either like a sort of dark bruising or a sort of gangrenous color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like rotten or some shit? It's something like that. Mm-hmm. He says, Allow me to introduce myself to my guests. I am the adventurer formerly known as <laughs> Valus. I'm okay, I promise. Are you crying? A little bit. <laughs> it's okay. Like, it's sad, but... And he's like, the adventurer formerly known as Valus. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Valus lived for the drama, bitch. Yeah. It's been a long time, Staltus. I didn't expect to see a familiar face after all this time. Neither did I. But then again, you made yourself very obvious. <laughs> When I heard word of a druid in imperial territory, I knew it had to be you. (laughs) This bitch. (laughs) Well, I hope I haven't caused you any trouble. Oh, no. (laughs) You haven't caused me any trouble. In fact... I think you're stirring the pot quite a bit in a good way. Valus, if I must, if I may ask, why, why has Victor gone this far? Why haven't Sheltha or yourself or anybody else, uh, else I've got time in my mouth, stood in his way? This isn't right. Because they're fucking old, bitch! <laughs> they weren't old all the time! I tried to answer that question myself. In fact, after I established the winery, I had sent for Shalfa and Amira. By that time, though, as well, Millicent left with the dragons. No one has seen them since. And as for Shalfa and Mira, the last we ever heard of them was they rode away into the sunlight and (coughs) were never seen again. I tried to find them. I was older, but young enough that I could still put up a fight. The fact that I'm this old now is a tribute to sheer luck, sheer will, and endless bottles of the best wine. (laughs) Damn straight! <laughs> well, he 
you should. You be... rub this on your skin, it'll make you live forever. <laughs> <laughs> You've definitely outdone yourself. You said you were going to change the world with your wine, and you have clearly done so. And I only regret not being around to see it happen. I appreciate your sentiments, old friend, and it's been a wonderful life. If only all that is gold could stay. But maybe there's a chance. Maybe there's still a way. What do you mean by that? I wish to hire you. Of course. I want you <clears throat> to find them. Oh my god. <laughs> I know they're out there somewhere, or at least, I don't want to think of that, but their legacy is out there. And I rights, or at least I want to know what happened to my friend. <clears throat> of course. So, I am leaving you instructions. I've had countless notes, countless Maps that may lead you on their path. I'm sorry. I thought I had much longer. <clears throat> I must hurry. Stoltis, they're out there somewhere. I know it. I'll find them. This estate is yours. Use it. <clears throat> Use all the information I've left for you. I would like to try to cast Cure Wounds on him, if that's cool. I'm going to take a coin out of the room. And Sonny, too. Come on. Let's, let's uh, step outside. Mommy, what's happening to the reptile man? <clears throat> Peace. He kind of looks at you. Mommy, I don't understand. You will when you're older. Okay. Come on, Sonny, let's go play. Okay. Alright, so, um, roll to see how many hit points you can give him. Oh, hang on. I've got to refresh my page. It's yelling oh. error at me. <laughs> God, I hate it when it does that. Mm -hmm. uh, nine. 
Okay. Nine hit points are regained. Um, so you go over and you... How do you cast it? It says that a creature you touch regains a number of hit points equal to 1d8 plus your spellcasting modifier. So I want to like touch him on like his arm where it's all gross. You do that, and the wound seems to heal up a little bit, but you can still see the discoloration underneath. He looks to you and he says, Oh, I've tried that trick so many times. I might still have another hour, though, so I appreciate it. Soldiers, you didn't tell me you were bringing such a pretty lady (laughs) to see an old man like me. Well, um, she's a companion of mine. She read our story. She knows all about us. Mm-hmm. It's Ooh. weird because I'm still in that weird mood. <laughs> I feel very not myself, so I'm like I feel really kind of sad because she's not going to get to enjoy this as much as she would have liked to. But that's okay. Who's your favorite? <laughs> and I kind of look at the ground. <laughs> not she, saying anything. She's told me that it was definitely you. She loved hearing about your exploits. <laughs> Your sass, in particular. I'm kind of like narrow my eyes to him a bit, but it's humoring <laughs> an old man, so. <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> and he looks at you and gives you a little <laughs> wink of his serpentine eye. Ah. <sighs> so. All the information you need is in my study. Old friend, do you have any requests for when the time comes? When, if you find them, I wish I could be alive for you to tell me, but... Twilight is upon me. I'm old. And I've seen the world. I've seen what it was and what it has become. All I ask is that you find them and you write their last chapter. Give them the hero's story that I <laughs> That's your own he's, he's he's kind of fading at the moment and fading fast. Um, and that's why we left the room. I would like to say a um a low like a somewhat whispering druidic prayer over him. Basically. He's still not ceremony? Huh? 
No, that was an, a higher level. Because I know Feuder all right is like one of those. I could probably fake something, but my abilities are out of those abilities are out of my reach at this yeah. point. So if I okay, let's put it this way: if I I can't do it anymore, so I'd probably like relay back to some of my old druidic like ceremonies or like not ceremony, but prayers of um, rejuvenation of the the earth and soil and whatnot, and you know just basic rites we would do for. Um, <clears throat> other natural deaths or whatever. He looks at you and the light is sort of leaving his eyes as he looks at you. And he s- says, You're always like me. I would like to kind of subtly um, cast sleep on him <sighs> so that way that it is like, not so painful, maybe. Um, so, like, I'll just kind of quietly, like, cast sleep. Probably just, like, hum, like, a lullaby <coughs> tune to try to help put him at ease. He starts to, his eyes kind of flutter under the... And I'll, I'll hold his hand while I do it, too. So that way he does not feel alone. His eyes begin to sort of <laughs> flutter. And he starts to slip into sleep, and he says, Home again. Mm-hmm. And he falls. Damn, you're fucking sad. Yeah, no kidding. Just place my hand on his shoulder I'm and just kind of crying. bow my head. <laughs> bow my head in respect and um, step away. The butlers kind of go around. There's a clock in the room. They begin shutting the windows and drawing the curtains. They uh, take the timepiece and they stop it and put a veil over the clock. Goodbye, old friend. Look to turn to one of the butlers and make sure he receives a proper service. When I return, I would like to plant a small garden around the area where he is buried. His will suggested as much. In fact, (laughs) it's been listed here that you are the um, chosen person for the service. And that all funerary preparations are to be made on your behalf, should you ever return. Um, let me real quick. Okay, you know what? <clears throat> I can fit into my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. <clears throat> How soon? I mean, like, I'm trying to think. Um, <coughs> do we need to gather any family for him, or? He did not have um, any significant others or any children. I would just... If you would please prepare him for his funeral and I will... We'll take care of him as we've always taken care of him. I will go prepare the plot. Mold Earth. (laughs) Very good. So I will... 
Um, if one of you can show me where he is to be buried, I can handle the rest. Uh, certainly. Uh, James uh, should be available at the moment. Okay. I'll be sure that he uh, takes you to the funerary site. Scarlet, I'm going to turn her. Would you please come with me? Mm. I could use a friend right now. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll walk over to him and kind of like link my arm. Your hand's his. fucking cold! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> uh, just like, like link arms, like so. There's a visual demonstration. Okay. Fucking corpse hands. <laughs> Not the time! <laughs> Too soon, man! Yeah, too soon. Just lost my best friend, man. (laughs) They're fucking cold. Give me your your fucking hand so I can warm it. Jeez. Scaly, even. (laughs) Sorry. So, So, Gervais begins to sort of attend to Valis. And, uh, a young man sort of approaches uh, the both of you and he says... I was told that um, you're Stoltus? Yes. Follow me, please. I'll show you where he um, designated the burial. Can you also have my friends informed of the ceremony? Of course. Um, We'll be sure to send somebody to tell them. Okay. All right. he, He leads you out into this very large open garden that sort of expands into the large vineyard, and you can see almost all along the hillside and far off and away, the whole of the land has been carved up into a vineyard. You Mm -hmm. see vines of grapes growing as far as the eye can see. And James eventually leads you to uh, the sort of little circular uh, part of the that garden and he says um, this is where he wanted to be buried we have a uh, memorial stone in the works that will be placed here per his well per your um, requirements I have to be honest we weren't even expecting you to arrive we had figured that you would never come back. Not in a <laughs> bad sense, mind you, but we had just thought he'd become nostalgic in his old age. I understand. Um, <clears throat> if, uh, if you don't mind, this is something I kind of want to... Absolutely. Take your time. I will be uh, in the foyer. If you need anything, cool. uh, he walks away, and uh, as you're alone, he kind of approaches. Uh, where would uh, all of you have gone? Uh, I feel like we probably just. I'm literally with him because right. he asked me to come. Probably would have taken them to like a garden or something is, like that. You know what? That seemed a bit more happy. Going around stuffing shit into his pockets that doesn't belong to him, probably. He's not that kind of person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Dallas just don't was. like Sanjiro. Okay. So where are you again? I'm sorry. I, I probably would have tried to take Sunny and Acorn to like a area with flowers and shit. It's happy. So you're kind of in like the tea garden area. Oh. There's a little gazebo where um, there's a little table set for a substantial party. 
no tea uh, arrangements have been set out yet. It's nowhere near tea time. What the fuck? But you're out there in nature. There are little butterflies everywhere and birds chirping. It's a beautiful little world of this little tea garden. And eventually uh, James comes to see you and he uh, approaches um, you, Casbus, and he says, The master has passed. My apologies. We're preparing for the um, arrangements. Your friend is going to prepare them. Where? In the uh, back garden. Okay, we'll be there. Thank you. you can Sunny, s- Acorn, why do you say we skip there? Okay. We're going to skip there. Okay. <laughs> I'm just glad we're all the same size. <laughs> <laughs> Just about. Remember, Acorn's just a little taller. Shut up! It's roughly the same size. Okay, fine. Acorn's so fast. <laughs> so you're skipping down the halls, and many of the servants are just kind of looking at you. It's not so much out of anger, <clears throat> distaste. It's more of just, you know, how can they be so happy in a time that's so sad? I'm not, but I'm trying to keep them happy. <laughs> So you eventually skip to the back garden, and there's uh, Stoltus. You're there. Yep. Um, I think I'll probably, like, just kind of move some of, like, the larger stones and stuff out of the way by hand, just to make a nice clear spot, and then I'm going to cast Mold Earth to um, essentially open up a trench. Not a trench, but you know what I mean, like, excavating it so that it can be used. So you're able to mold the earth and create a alcove that's the proper measurements for everything. <clears throat> and um, two foot wide, six feet deep. Huh? Two feet wide, six feet deep. Yes. Um, could I use entangle again, like I did in the one time with the town, to have like flowers pop up all around the uh, perimeter of it sure cool i'll allow so cast entangle to pull plants up into the thing actually no i take that back i kind of want to use entangle to like grow vines that not into the hole in the ground so it's kind of all oh, like, like those things it looks like a woven bed <clears throat> essentially out of vines oh nice so you know they're green like him it's cool <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yes, uh, dig the hole, make essentially a bed in the ground, and you know, put my s- stick on the ground and just kind of observe my work, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, <clears throat> feel free right. to take it from there. <laughs> I don't have the same abilities I used to. <laughs> uh, James eventually uh, comes toward you, and he says. Um, Per your instructions, what should I tell the um, the mason to put as an epitaph upon his um, oh, marker? <clears throat> I still miss that ring. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what it's about, Mike. Why are you laughing? <laughs> um, 
No, Curse Nordane that I mentioned earlier, his whole thing was that he wanted to steal that ring, like, the entire time yeah. that he needed Curse Nordane. Curse Nordane. <laughs> Sierra, I dug a hole, and then I used Entangle then to make a, a woven <laughs> bed out of vines. Um, that's a great question. I don't know what would be on his tombstone. He slithered into all our hearts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um... I think I think it should say a man of great ambition and spectacular taste in wine. <laughs> Does say you better remember that, Butler? Right. I don't have any pen, pads, or paper, but I. All have... right, I got it. No, I I can put it down in, in my notes. All right. What was the last part? I'm sorry. Um, <coughs> was it? So it's spectacular taste in wine. And spectacular. Well, I wrote taste. fantastic, so that's what's in my notes. <laughs> it's all good. Spectacular taste in wine. Okay. Got it. So James sort of writes that down. He says, "I'll inform the masons, and stone should be consecrated." Fairly soon. Very well. <clears throat> um, his resting place is ready whenever the body is. Very good. I'll be sure to inform. Uh... I'll be. In, I'll be sure to inform the head butler. Oh, Tyler! Shut up, Nick. <laughs> For what to remember? Uh, Gervais eventually appears and he says, uh, The body is ready. Alright, bring it here. Please. Very good. So. The procession begins. The staff sort of line up along the, the small little stairs that lead into the garden. And Gervais and James sort of have the uh, body stretched out on sort of a, like a bed-like arrangement. And they lead him down to his final resting place. And... They lay him uh, down into the bed that you've prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to take, and I'm looking at my notes of things that I have possession-wise. I have a small artifact from my ceremonial robes back when it came out of the tree that I would like to, I probably had it like tied around my leg belt or something. I'd like to remove it and place it down on his chest. Or, like, put it in his hand, uh, place it uh, down in the grave with him. It's just like a druidic token that's supposed to, you know, 
just a ceremonial piece. <clears throat> Step back from the grave, look upon the um, the staff, and say, "I'm not. I'm not one for goodbyes because." At every end, there is a new beginning. And my people strongly believed that the end of life was the beginning of another. And although my friend Staltus, er, <laughs> although my old friend Valus has now left his mortal coil, his body shall remain and become nutrients and sustenance for the next wave of life. And that's all any of us could ever want. So if anybody has anything they'd like to say, I'm I'm without words now. Casper so, didn't know him, so it's okay. <laughs> so I may or may not really quickly just trying to write a song for Valis. Yeah! Do it, do it. Oh, I'm very nervous, and it doesn't actually it. have music, and I'm sorry, and I'm very nervous. That's gonna be bad. But proud of you. Good luck. Um, thanks. Let's <laughs> toss a coin to you. No, <laughs> don't, don't toss a coin to you, dead guy. <laughs> For it is peace you brought unto our land. You lived a life of luxury, but perhaps even more grand. You saved the lives of all of us, and all we have to offer is be at rest, hero of Esther. Though we hate to be parted, you can know you still live on. We'll finish what you started. Yay. And just for that, you've won inspiration. Yay! Good deal. <clears throat> many I was of very the rushed. I was like, I'm no, it was great. <laughs> many, many of the staff have bowed their heads. A couple of the maids have begun to weep. And even Gervais and um, James have that, you know, they're trying to hold their emotions at bay. They're trying to be professional, but at the same time, their foundations are just about to crumble. Gods be with them. Let's better watch out for him. He's <laughs> he'll see other fucking chalices. <laughs> They've got their hands full. Right. So, do you think, like in the Alex Girls universe, like the followers of Piercing and all that, they like chase around, you know, like animals and shit? What about it's just out there, like stealing people's shit? <laughs> <laughs> That's his heaven. <laughs> Could be. Um. Hey, Acorn. Hmm? Yes, Mommy? I think Uncle Stoltis could use a really big hug. Okay. Run over to him. And Acorn kind of runs over to you, Stoltis, and he wraps you in a really big tree hug. And his arms sort of become like vines, <laughs> and they sort of wrap around you, and he says, Mommy said that you could use a big hug. Thank you, Acorn. I, it does make things better. The tree hugger has become the tree hugged. 
I'm going to miss my friend. I didn't know him, but maybe I'll miss him too. It's okay though. He's returning to the soil. And new life will come from him. <clears throat> um Yeah. <laughs> I uh if anybody has anything else they'd like to say, feel free to speak. If not, then let us return to the manor. Is mm -hmm. it manor and uh, celebrate in honor of Vallis. No one comes forward to say anything. Okay. I'm gonna dismiss everybody and just stand a little bit for a moment longer by the graveside before beginning to move some of the earth back into the hole in the ground. So, yeah. <laughs> Sanjiro this whole time has sort of been hanging out um, close to the um, the open part of the uh, garden entrance. Mm -hmm. He hasn't really come down to say anything. He's just been keeping his distance. <clears throat> Do I see him out of the way? As the uh, procession clears, you do kind of see him hanging about. He's sort of holding his um, head down, sort of in contemplation or perhaps some sort of memory. I would like to beckon him over, just kind of waving him over. He notices... He comes over, and he just sort of nods his head at you. Sanjuro. Um, if you don't mind getting your hands dirty, I could use a hand. Returning the earth to the ground. And I think you and I need to start over. I can't afford to have an enemy in this world, especially after losing a friend. Alright. Okay. He pick helps. Up pick up a shovel and start. He helps you, and as you're digging and tears are streaming down your eyes, you notice that he too is starting to cry. Oh no! <laughs> <clears throat> And as you finish bury, burying him into the earth and flattening the plaid, he sort of um, squeezes his eyelids and he just he just says, "Twice now I've done this." Oh, you're gonna get to unlock his tragic backstory, T. Fuck yeah, friendship <laughs> unlock. Tragic backstory bonus. Twice now I've done this in my life. I know I barely knew him, but... I, I can't help but... have memories Do you come mind? to light. Do you mind if I ask? My wife and child. 
ages ago. Practically ancient history to some, but to me. I understand. I've done my work. I do think we ought to start again. But for now, I... I need time. Excuse me. Yeah. Any places down to shovel any... Well, we are in a garden. Time. Time. Ha! <laughs> we only got sage here. <laughs> so he heads up into the foyer. Take one last moment of silence with my now buried companion and join the others in the foyer. We do that. And in the foyer, there's already a awakened process. They've brought out little uh, tables full of meal meals and um, food and wine and drink. Mm-hmm. It's a very solemn occasion. As people are lining up, taking a little bit of food and sitting down, and the staff sort of talk amongst themselves. Are there Con- cinnamon rolls? There are. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. I'm like, now I any cinnamon rolls this session. <laughs> the ballast had some good taste. He certainly did. Um. Just out of curiosity, Nick, do you remember what Valis' body type was? Like, what do you mean? Like, height? Uh, I think he was, like, roughly my build and height, to be honest. I feel like he was, like, 5'7 in, like, average build. Because I feel like him and Millicent were, like, the same. Okay, Stoltz was... Actually, I think it was pretty close. I'm just wondering if, like, as horrible as it is, if I could go through... But I was close. I actually... The accounts, I'll tell you exactly how tall he was. Oh yeah, I couldn't delete Millicent's. I couldn't delete Shout. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to it. I deleted. I downloaded Stoltz's. Or I downloaded like uh, Jeffrey Von Fish's. Yeah, he just printed out so I can delete it. Um, he was six foot, about one seventy. Oh jeez. That is literally like the exact same build. Um. Can I pass, like, the foyer and, like, kind of look around to see? I'm... I mean, he bequeathed, like, all his possessions to I know. me, so it's not in bad taste. Yeah, I think uh, I think this is the moment that I get out of my easily, accept, you know, easily visible druidic And you know Ballas and... loved his black, so it'll go perfect with your new aesthetic. Well, it's not all black. Like, he's got, like I said, I'm going for the um, Newt's commander kind of thing, like the long cloak. Here. That's kind of what I'm going for. Nice. Okay, I'm, I'm sure Valis has plenty of that. Oh yeah, he's, so, he's got plenty like that. So, yeah, I would like to excuse myself and uh, change out of my other stuff and get into this new attire. You do that, get and this out of the way. fortunate enough, rich as he was, he had this attire that you were looking for, and you sort of assemble the pieces and find something that suits to you. A darker green long coat and the black vest and yeah okay and uh after taking one last look around i'll return to the foyer and as you return to the foyer sit with my friends and sit down amongst <laughs> your friends all of a sudden there is a knock at the front of the door it's your door now 
Je, uh, Javet sort of uh, stands up. He's been talking with James. He says, I'll get that for you, Master Stoltis. Oh, that's weird. That is weird. That's weird! <laughs> I don't know why I'm there. I'm like <laughs> My Master Stoltis now. <laughs> like, he's he's in the room for, like, Stoltis' room and all that, and he's like, hmm, suspiciously lacking of dirt. So he just fills the entire room with, like, dirt and plants and shit. Start doing, like, the snow angels on the ground, but in the mud. <laughs> like, ah, yes. Mud. I so, need nature! <laughs> uh, Gervais eventually opens the front door, and in walks uh, a couple of Imperial guards. Oh, no. These bitches. I'm immediately going to stand up and, like, approach them. And uh, What can I help you with? Stand down, please. I'm going to, like, look there. We're having get up. a bit of a memorial service here. So we've heard... You hear a feminine voice come through the door, and Isn't walking that bitch? and walking in a clad of uh, golden armor is this uh, woman with a long red Victorian cape. Oh, Her hair is done up in a uh, sort of a short, b- cut black hair with a little uh, bit of a swoop down over her. Yeah, it's edgy. Her uh, <laughs> emerald eyes. <clears throat> We've heard that there was a funeral in session here. Yes. Apologies for the disruptance, but imperial matters have to be taken. Allow me to introduce myself. I am the Sentinel Githany. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Githany. <laughs> it's like Tiffany, but with a good. <laughs> And, um, what exact imperial matters are we referring to? Taxation and reclamation. Oh my god. The man the just fucking died. fucking taxes. Exactly. Which is why his estate now belongs to the Victorian Empire. Mm. No, it doesn't Excuse me? me? It was in his will. Oh. May I see it? What was the dude's name? Um... Javet. Javet. Yeah. Javet. Yes? Was there a written will? Yes, indeed. Can you get it, please? Absolutely. Thank you. He uh, brings the uh, will forward. And Githany sort of snatches it out of his hands. <clears throat> takes a long look at it. And you notice that the paper begins to smolder. Mm-mm. And all of a sudden... <sighs> I don't see a will Oldest here. trick in the fucking book, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't seem to see a uh, will here that leaves any possession of his to, well, anyone but the Victorian Empire, as we ha- control a large portion of the estates within the Isle of Vimic. Um, Sunny is going to be really mad, and Hide she has bunch burning over. hands as a spell, so she's going to... <laughs> she gives you a wicked sort of look. Oh, someone else loves to play with fire. This sort of small dragon of flame appears out of her hands. Two can play at that game, girl. And then I'm also Sunny's gonna. Not I'm also gonna throw my hand into a flame. Will be a sunny step back. I'm just gonna kind of. <clears throat> Anyways. As such, you have precisely until tonight 
to leave the premises. You'll take this estate over my cold, dead body. Naturally, that can be done, my dear. There's Hmm. been enough death for one day. There's never enough death. Death surrounds everything. People die all the time. It's time to get used to it. It's the scientific nature of things, you see. So, how about we just follow the scientific nature of things and put you back in the ground? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of these motherfucking capitalists on my motherfucking campaign. I'm tired of this Victorian empire thinking that they can take whatever they want. We can take what we want because we possess the will of victory. And if you wish to stand in my way, be advised, I will crush you like the worthless little insects you claim to be. These people are getting under my skin. They're getting under my skin, too. And I just lost my friend, so I'm boiling at this point. We're so weak, though. You know what? Stoltis. He's probably, like, visibly shaking a little bit. She looks around as she's sort of in her moment of magnificence, her sort of evil is evil will, and she notices Sanjiro and she says, Oh, a familiar face. What? Bitch, please. <laughs> what are you calling yourself nowadays, sweetheart? He looks at her and says, I don't know you. She laughs again. (laughs) Oh, what did they put into that little pea brain of yours? What? He says, I don't know what you're talking about. I think you do. Or if you don't, then you really were as stupid as you were back then. And you deserve whatever fate you're living now. Living like the rat you are. Ma'am? Get out. With all due respect, you said we have until this evening. You do. And until then, I advise you please leave. And leave us to our celebration. Alright, fine. I'm giving you to the stroke of midnight to collect your things and depart from this. And what will become of this land after we are gone? That's for the Victorian Empire to know and for you to not worry about. Hmm. Let's agree to disagree. (laughs) Agree to disagree all you want. I am the sentinel in charge here. Titles mean nothing. Not unless you're a Victorian, in which case they mean everything. Well, title or not, like he said, we all return to the ground someday. Hmm. This is true. Let's just hope you're not old sooner than later. We won't be far. We'll be outside the borders of the manor hall. We'll make sure that each and every single employee and each and every single person alive leaves. And if not, there will be consequences. It's fitting that your hands burn, considering the rest of you will. Oh, shit! (laughs) Whenever you return to the ground, that is. Hopefully sooner rather than later. 
I'm so happy Scarlet's not all bubbly anymore. <laughs> like, I'm like, there's that sassy bitch! The, the Victorians have taken away all of our bubbly, except for Sunny and Acorn. <laughs> they need to be protected at all costs! <sighs> she kind of looks at you, and she's getting really sick and tired of your mouth. And all of a sudden, she wraps a whip around your neck. I am absolutely going to ready my hands and cast fucking Firebolt. The next time you decide to talk to a sentinel in any capacity like that, I take your goddamn throat, you whore. Can I... Do you understand? Githany, the sentinel, will not be talked to by a lesser bitch. I was actually trying to ask if I could, like, reach my rapier and fucking cut the whip. You have until midnight. We will be on the borders waiting for all of you to leave the premises. Uh, okay. Is she... Any further attempts against us will result in all of you being sentenced to a swift Victorian death. Uh, does she have, like, a visible mark around her neck from the thing? Cool. Um, I'm one of... <laughs> Not cool. Um... Also, this is what I use to make my living and to cast my spells and all this yeah, shit, um... so this is a very serious injury! Yes, <laughs> don't worry, we'll fix it. <laughs> um... Okay, yeah, Stultus is beyond his limit. Thunderclapping that bitch right in front of me. Oh, Boom! <laughs> Launch your way with a fucking thunderclap. Okay, what does she need to roll? Um... Don't we all need to roll? Uh, it's in with within range. It's a five foot range. Oh, it's a five foot range. Yeah, I'm like I'm up in the doorway. Yeah, and she's right in front of me. Was it thunderwave that you used before? No, I used thunderclap before. Okay, but it's a five foot thing, and it's a sound. She needs to make a con uh, Constitution thirteen. Mm hmm. Don't fuck me, butler. Let me have this. Okay. So she failed. Yes. Just barely. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, grab my staff and, like, jab it into the Be ground. Be gone! Thought! <laughs> like a thunder... A thunderclap, like a, a wave of sound is, like, knocking her on her ass. And it, uh... Oh, wait, it does do damage. Give me one second, I'm sorry. Uh, 1d6... Did I take any damage from that whip, by the way? I presume so. Oh, if you said you um, said left a mark. I think about two points of damage. Fuck you, Githany. Six points of damage. Okay. A thunder damage at that. Okay. okay. Give me one second. Mm -hmm. I love thunderclap. Also, Game, it's funny that you referenced that Yaskier scene because I told you when I made this character how she's essentially a combination of Dandelion and Star-Lord, so the Dandelion reference is, is well appreciated. How much damage was that? Six thunder Six damage. thunder damage. Okay. So she falls on the ground. She then gets up, and she stares at you. She says, If you weren't so weak... I would kill you right where you stand. I've died once before. I'm willing to do it again. <clears throat> Probably shouldn't have said that, but hey, whatever. <laughs> Miss Githany. Sentinel Githany, if you would please. Miss Githany. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch! 
Got him! <laughs> I must if leave you're we're done blowing some good smoke out of your damn mouth, leave. Mm. If you want us to leave so bad, we'll leave. Hmm. Very well. Let me see. Don't trip on the way out. Like five seconds. Casbis <laughs> <laughs> just gets fucking <laughs> shotgun blast in the face. She looks at all of you and she says. I wouldn't trust all of your companions if I were you. Some of them have greater mysteries than you could possibly comprehend. <clears throat> we'll this be waiting like, outside. Is this like some Hancock shit? Is that what this is? Because <laughs> I don't know if anyone's familiar with the yeah. premise of that movie, but I actually really enjoyed it. It was a really good movie. <laughs> it was actually really well done. So yeah. that's what I'm immediately thinking, like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. She walks out with the guards. A little bit of a limp, maybe? Perhaps? Not really. <laughs> if anything, still tough and strong as before when she came in. The cape oh, the blowing behind juggernaut her. juggernaut, I'll break you in half. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they all left? Yes. So, uh, Stoltis, mm. do you plan on leaving? Because I do have a suggestion. Yeah. They said that the land and the estate is ours. They did not say that it had to be standing on the ground and not burnt down. That's immediately what I thought, too. I was going to make the same thing, but I'm, like, holding my throat because I'm all fucking in pain. If the Victorians want it so bad, we'll gather what we can. Resources. Funds. Casbus is done being neutral good. He's fucking chaotic good at this point. I'm changing his language. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, I feel like, oh, man. That would be such a hard... Hard, hard decision for Stoltis. Oh, no, I my believe it. This was, is his friend's legacy. My immediate no, thought is that Vallis would rather everything burn than be used by the Victorian Empire, well, was my immediate you know, thought. Say that. I mean, you know his story. Yes, I, I would, but I literally am in oh, that's serious true. pain from a whip around my throat. That's true. She okay. had it coiled around my throat. I feel like my vocal cords at least have to be bruised. It's going to be very difficult for me to communicate. Right. Um, At least for a few minutes. I'm not saying it's a grievous injury, but... Right. Um, oh, I don't know, because his friend is buried there, too. and I mean, he would still be returned to the Earth, like... Yeah. If anything, uh, from the ashes, new flowers will be reborn. Right. <laughs> it's up to you. We either leave or we fight it's your call <laughs> scared face what'd you say scared face scared face well this was his pride and joy but if i learned anything from that old snake is that if he knew he couldn't win he would make sure they wouldn't be able to catch it they're getting their hands on it himself for themselves. You damn fucking right he would. Collect the resources. Let the um, employees know. And uh, hopefully, hopefully they're all going to be out of, out of a home. 
It's not like the Empire was going to let them stay. That's true. Hopefully, uh, my friend can forgive me from beyond the grave for destroying his livelihood. I'm going to go up to you and kind of put my hand, like, since I can't reach your shoulder, I'll, like, put it on your (laughs) hand and be like, I think you will. All right. Um, I'm going to enter into the hall and call upon the uh, servants and deliver, basically, our plan. Okay. Um... A couple of them seem uh, a little shocked to hear what it is you're essentially planning, but a couple of but they all kind of nod their heads and sort of think, you know, it's better than letting them have the land. And uh, I don't know if there's any empire. Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, sympathizers. Sympathizers in this group. And if you are. May, may the gods watch over you and guide you along your way, but... One of the maids says, we all hate the Empire. Shh. <clears throat> hell with them. You, you mustn't say that. This you is the Isle them. of Rimmick. They have no right to be here. Regardless of what they say, no matter what tracts of land they hold. Huge tracts of land. <laughs> What you need to do is leave. <coughs> leave before we get started. We'll do that. You don't know what happened here. It's in the interest of your own safety to say that we let you go. We're all in accordance, Master Stoltus. We'll do as you ask. All right. Let's gather the resources. Um, the lot of you, since you will be out of a job, we will distribute the wealth amongst everybody so that we all have a way of getting out of here safely and fending for ourselves any of his valuables, any of his worldly possessions. So I have a question. Do you think Valus will like, uh, keep his valuables in a safe or like, hey, I'm going to hide them in the bottom of my mattress? <laughs> I, think that's, I think that is, in all fairness, your judgment considering that's true. you were Valus. I, I feel like he, he would break into safes and shit, so he wouldn't do that. He would just hide it under the mattress, so if anyone tried to touch it, sleep some <laughs> yeah. one eye open. What are they going to do? Get the fuck away from my coin! <laughs> <laughs> He's got a rapier by his bedside. <laughs> A man who sleeps with a machete is a fool every night but one. <laughs> you said he has a rapier by his bedside? Yes. I 100% think he would. Even at old age. <laughs> huh. That's hmm. interesting. Yes. Oh, um, oh, oh, I wanted to be cool and like be like, have like a snake going around the hill and shit. Oh, of course. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. bougie as fuck. Uh, yeah, so I think... Can I take it? In the time, yeah, I would like to see if there's any like equipment or anything he's like collected over the years coin whatever oh absolutely so that's um eventually um Gervais, he says you uh there is one other thing the master always said about his wealth is that um well he always slept with his wealth is one way he put it one day during a luncheon he said i sleep with my wealth every night and it is a golden mistress i understand I certainly hope so. Can you collect the maps and all the information on my... It's already been done. Make sure they're in a uh, a sturdy container. One thing that he also left you in his accordance is his own personal ship. Oh, we, we got, got our ship again! again! <laughs> Alright. It's called the uh, 
The Quetzalcoatl. The Quetzalcoatl. I Hell love yeah! It. I love it. We got it. Song. We record our sessions, so like we can <laughs> go back, for go nice. back and hear it. But yeah, definitely write it down. Um, thank you very much. Take what you need to be on your, you know, to take care of yourself. He left me a hefty inheritance, so I am quite obliged to him for that. Say, make sure the others get out safely. We're gonna clean up in here, and absolutely, you probably won't see us again, unfortunately. We could use it is a, a sh- hand on the ship. I'm no sailor, unfortunately, but um, if need be, head down to the Azure Serpent, and there's his personal pilot. He stays in a room above the inn. Okay. We will do his that. name is St. Paul. St. Paul. I would like to search the estate for any cool, like, Heroes of Rhinestall shit. Oh, yeah, dude! <laughs> Good wow. call! Any artifacts from, like, when we were, like, yeah. I would fucking be lit to have those also. <gasps> oh, my God! Could he have taken my fern? <laughs> I mean, Let's, uh, make a, um, it's make prob- an investigation check. I'm 100% checking, like, all the inventory that he had to see if he had any cool shit. Like... Like, obviously, it wouldn't be the same fern. It would be a much later generation of it after dying and coming back to life and whatnot. But... 16. Okay. So, searching around, you find several items. One is his uh, old rapier. Hell yeah. Old... <laughs> there is the defender rapier. <laughs> but that's a legendary, so I don't know if you want to give her that. It's a... Uh... What it is, is it's a regular rapier that does magic damage, but it gets a plus three bonus, and when you make the attack action, you can choose to subtract. I feel like I wouldn't attune to it. Like, I don't need an OP weapon. Like, I wouldn't okay. attune to it. I would just use it as a normal rapier. Like, I would I'm just saying that's what it. Maybe it could so. be that, but I have no fucking way of knowing it, so therefore I don't know how to attune to it, so it's just a regular rapier. I mean, rapier. it does a regular rapier, too. Um, I'll say it's a plus one rapier. Okay. I just don't want to give myself something OP. I just want it for the aesthetic. Right. Like, I'll... And it's it's a gorgeous rapier. There's a oh, he still a had golden... that special lantern too. Well, that's that, he had those when he was young, though. Perhaps he's yeah. lost. That's what I'm just saying, age. though. Like I don't know if he would have kept this shit. Mm. Um, but you also found several items. Yeah, so rapier. You notice as you're also perusing his room and you pick up the uh, this golden serpentine rapier um, that there is indeed a fern plant in the corner and you notice that there is a note on it that says for Stoltus I kept him. My fern! <laughs> can, I, can I ask for a particular item that I was thinking of? Absolutely. What were you looking for? Does he still have any of his red scarves? Oh, dude! I almost mentioned it. You take a I look- am rather fond of the color red if you haven't noticed. Absolutely. It just so happens there's a... Sp- now, there's a small space in his um, his uh, dresser where hanging up on the mirror, sort of tucked in behind, is a red scarf. And I'm it is... taking that shit. I imagine her just going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tie that shit on. Looking elsewhere, you also find a little note. On, in the bedside drawer, and it's and it says thus: 
to Valis. We've just taken another ship again, and it's been a while since we've set sail anywhere. We've been called in for a favor. We can't describe much about it at this current time. Is it from the fucking Red Scars? However, know that we are heading north. We're not sure how the snow will treat us, but that's essentially where we are heading. Into the mountains. Most likely closer to where our adventures first began. If you don't hear from us, please don't assume the worst, but hopefully there won't be any problems. Signed, Amira and Shadow. Oh, that's what I thought! That's what I thought! Yay! <laughs> well, we needed some sort of direction to find them. So. Yep, I'm yeah. saving that. I'm taking the red scarf, I'm taking the rapier. And I will. Uh, you said I'll, the bedside table, I'll so we're call by the first Daltos. Yeah, if he's yeah. not in here already. I'll come in and take a small dagger that I'm assuming he's probably got. Well, wait, no, hold on. I have a small dagger that I never use. Uh, and I'm just going to cut open the mattress. You do that, and all of a sudden, as you cut into the mattress, it doesn't so much, you know, let stuffing out as so much just this raining stream of golden. <laughs> Stalvis is straight up just laughing at this point. It's uh, it's definitely a, like a big uh, emotional toll taken off of him being able to laugh because he's like this fucking idiot. <laughs> I like to sleep on me money. Haven't you ever heard of a bank? No. <laughs> You sneaky snake. Alright. Found his loot. There's um there's something here for you. For me. It it says Stultus on it, so I can only assume. <laughs> what is it, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? She's just gonna point at it. It's, it's a plant. plant. <laughs> no. It's the fern. It Oh no! Wait a minute! I don't have speak to plants yet! <laughs> Fuck! I don't have speak to plants yet! Oh. Although you can't directly <laughs> speak to your fern, uh, you get the sense as you approach it that a phantom wind sort of pushes the fern close to you as, it's, as if it's reaching out to you. Take a petal, like a leaf in my hand, and just kind of like. <laughs> Strangely, the leaf sort of curls around your finger. <sighs> I'm gonna pick up the pot! <laughs> no, uh, I'll just kind of smile to myself and. Acorn has a cousin. <sighs> yes. Alright, well, let's get what we need to get and get out of here. Burn this place to the ground. Is there any other, like. Equipment or anything nearby that could be used. Are you by... gonna grab the, any of the money? Oh, yeah, well, I was gonna pull the money out and distribute it amongst all of us. All the staff and us and everything. The total haul of the gold. Are you including before or after you deposited to the rest of the staff? Um, just out of curiosity, before. <laughs> <clears throat> or you can get hundred and fifty thousand platinum. <laughs> Holy oh, shit! Yeah! Wait, 
How much platinum did we get from Xanathar? Do you remember? Like 500 each? So a ridiculous amount that we could never feasibly spend. That's a, yeah. that's a ton. Holy shit. Okay. I'm going to give a huge hefty fee, though, to the staff to make sure yeah. they're well off. How much is left to break amongst the rest of I would say... it's a large staff for a large estate, so that would take up a majority roll a, of it. Roll, roll a d20. And I'm kind of like, you know, buying their silence, essentially, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I literally suggested that they... Uh... And that's a six. That's a six. After your extreme amount of generosity, to split amongst the six or seven of you that are willingly able to spend, I'll say six. I think Acorn's a little too young to yeah. spend. I mean, Sleep for the give, danger, awake for the money! Give the child some money. <laughs> all right, fine. For no, all, I'm kidding. Fine. There is, there is uh, 500 gold left for each and every one of you. Each of us? What? Tyler, that's like more than we could ever spend. <laughs> Bet. We'll find <laughs> All right. Okay. Is platinum more than gold? Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. For every platinum piece, it's, it's ten. 10 gold. 10 gold oh. equals one platinum. Wow. Very, very oh, nice. All right. Atlas was sitting on a fucking mountain. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, so she's got the she's got the rapier, the bandana, the note. I've got all the maps. Is there anything that Your he would have... Your plant. My plant. Is there anything that could be usable by any members, anybody else, like Casimus uh, mm. or Sunny? Mm. I had to stay with the children. Make an investigation check. I'm assuming he probably wouldn't carry around his staff at all, so I'm not looking for anything like that. That is a 14. 14, okay. You do find an interesting tome called mm. The Rise of Imperialism. As the subtitle reads, in... An as of yet unexplored look into the rise of tyranny and dogma within the plains of Esther. By Professor Cornell Walrus. Wallace, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said Walrus. Wallace. Wallace. Professor Cornell Wallace. My bad. I'm trying to fix it. No, it's okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I do have one request. Um. <laughs> for a specific item at your discretion, I am looking for a staff. And the one I found that would be amazing is the staff of the python. And think Prince of Egypt, like the staff turns oh, into yeah. a fucking uh, giant constrictor snake. Even if you don't find it, you honestly probably have enough gold to fucking buy. I know, I'm just saying. I mean, he's a snake boy. I used to be a snake boy. I like sticks. He might have a Nature stick. Nature boys! My heart! As it just so happens, as you're wrapping things up, uh, Gervais comes around. Yay! <laughs> and he says, It's been... It has been hell trying to finagle through all of his estate and things. He found this uh, for you. And it is a staff, staff in the shape of a python. Fuck yes! 
It's so bougie. He's like, ah, oh, this is a stick of me. <laughs> Let me just slither in. Attached to it is a note. They got like gems for eyes or some bougie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm picturing like Jafar. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> it says, Stoltus, should ever this staff come to your possession, I hope that it is. it serves not just as a reminder of who you are, but as a reminder of who your friend is. Also, look at the eyes. Aren't they gorgeous? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Signed, Atlas. Okay. Okay, I just can't. I'm just imagining that over the years, Valus just keeps finding shit. He's like, oh, Stultus would like this. I'm just going to stick it in this closet and write him a note. Maybe someday he'll come get it. I don't know. I mean, the staff did mention they thought he'd gone a little crazy because he kept, like, mentioning people and shit, right. so. Oh, dude, this staff is actually really dope. I'm really excited. Man, I feel like he did that with Slight Bone for fucking Stultus. Oh, dumb. <laughs> It was alluded to for so long, but I think we can officially confirm it, so it's officially canon now. Okay, awesome sauce. Oh yeah, that's sweet. It actually, like, looks really fucking dope. It does. I know. know. Some of them have, like, images for it. So, yeah, no, I'm happy now. Alright. Thank you for spoiling us, Tyler. Yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. Just a little bit. I'm gonna abuse this. Yeah. Not abuse, but you know what I mean. Alright. Um, everything's cleared out, everything's picked up. Yep. Um, Gervais has all the, uh, notes and everything assembled into a large trunk. That is, it's holding itself, but it is very heavy and weighed down with a lot of scrolls and paperwork. Regarding finding Shautha and Namira. Okay. Um, I would like to give Gervais instructions <clears throat> to have that trunk set to the ship and be discreet about it. Very good, sir. I will endeavor to do so. Burn to the fucking ground. I will hate to see this place go, but if it prevents the Victorians from getting their hands on it, I trust you on that. I'm sorry I could not serve you for longer, Master Stoltus. Don't be. You did a great job. Take, tending to my good friend and on the bright side they all have enough money to like I was gonna say at this life, point so. enjoy your life see the world stay away from the imperial bastards do a shit oh, ton of fucking silver dust or whatever it's called and maybe we'll meet again someday <laughs> I hope so thank you again and he uh, assembles the staff they're all lined up and the hour is nigh you have about half an hour before midnight I want to have, I want to ask Gervais, like, one request before he leaves. Certainly, miss. How can I be of assistance? Tell anyone who's out there that the resistance lives. Ooh, yeah! We should get matching coats. (laughs) And he just puts his hand on his heart and he says, Thy will be done, madam. (coughs) Oh, goodness. Here, oh, take this. It'll help with your throat. I don't know what it is. It's a lozenger. It's, it's a potion. Oh, okay. It's a I'll, I'll take some. You potion. do that, and it say. helps soothe your throat, and the bruising okay. seems to disappear. You you recover what you've lost. Okay. Okay, good. <clears throat> I would like to, once I'm sure that everybody's out of the building, I would like to approach Sunny and just kind of put a hand on my shoulder. It's like, you want to burn this place to the ground? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. 
But mommy, <laughs> you told me never to play with fire. Why does Sunny get to play with I, fire? To to She's get things started, I literally want to have a bottle of like shimmering scale with a cloth in it and like hand oh it to Sunny. Oh my god, yes! So we can Molotov cocktail this bitch. <laughs> To emphasize this even more, this bottle of Shimmering Scale is not just Shimmering Scale wine, it is Shimmering Scale cognac. Ooh. I would like to take one last swig out of it before she I gets also, the I think we should all take a swig out of it. Sonny, this is my last this is once. my last last drink, period. You all take a small glass, you all drink it. You notice that Shanjiro has been pretty absent this whole time. He's just mm. been sort of he He's in a state of shock as well. Mm-hmm. After his encounter with Githany and the mystery therein. But you take the shot, and it's smooth, and it's strong, and it is boozy. And you know that this will light up like a motherfucking firecracker. Mm-hmm. I like fire. <laughs> is there a fireplace? There is. As we start doing this. Is it, is it like filled with anything? It's still burning, and surprisingly, there's a small enchantment on it that has a shimmer green and purple. Of course it fucking does, Valis! <laughs> in the maw of a gigantic, ornate, serpent-like fireplace structure. All right. With cup holders. <laughs> Damn, this is also going to make shimmering scale fucking only go up in value. Mm-hmm. Shit. I mean, good that thing I probably stashed some away the... on the ship. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably some on the ship. Wait, let's be so the, okay, so that means that the the fucking Victorians are gonna try to take over the fucking franchise. They're gonna try to claim it. Well, like that's all why the we're burning everything. everything. So burning no, that's everything. what I'm saying is side missions. Any fucking shimmering scale factory we find, we're gonna burn that bitch down. We didn't start the fire, <laughs> but we actually did. did. <laughs> all right, throw that fucking Molotov. Sunny, right. light it. I'm gonna light it and then, like, literally jump up in the air and chuck <laughs> it. <laughs> um, roll a, make a. Go. What kind of check with that, babe? Trying to chuck it. Yeah, trying to chuck yeah, it. That one. Like you spike it into the ground, incinerating <laughs> your entire party. <laughs> the resistance is alive. The resistance immediately dies. <laughs> Little did they know. <laughs> okay, give me one sec. I'll, <laughs> the Victorians live in one. fear of like an upcoming resistance the, the rest of their lives, but it actually died. It died just as soon as it started. Whispers of it go around, but no members have been seen. Okay. So let's see. Give me one sec to find out what skills I want you to roll. Okay. Um... Yeah, make a, um, make an athletic, uh, check. Eight. Mm. We gotta go. <laughs> With advantage. With advantage. Okay. That's probably Just because you did time. it so dramatically. That's even worse <laughs> for this time around. Okay. Uh, any pluses? No, I have a minus on athletics. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> She's well. so small. She's trying to throw it, but. I just imagine Lucy. <laughs> well, it's not. <laughs> Tyler's like, I want to give you this really cool thing, but. Well, I mean, it's not as dramatic as what you had in mind. 
You stumble. It's a thought that counts. <laughs> in your head, you're just sort of like anime superhero, like, Rah! and in fact, it's more like, Fuh! and <laughs> the, right. you even make a really the dumb alcohol, face. Like, part <laughs> of the bottle just sort of smashes onto the lip, one of the fangs of the fireplace. So some of the alcohol goes that way, which actually suits to your advantage as the bottle spontaneously combusts <clears throat> and some of the flaming alcohol catches onto some curtains. And oh, no. The fire has begun. Okay, let's go. As one last declaration of the end of my, you know, living in the past, I'm going to take the U staff that I picked up out of coming out of the tree and toss it into the fire and walk away. Oh. It's a new start. Bye bye, Mr. Nice Guy. I want to stand outside and make sure that the place starts to burn to a point where it's like irreparable before the the you know the empire gets there. I don't want to just leave. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that little fire, we put it out. <laughs> Sunny had already had the thought that like okay, as we're leaving, I want to like any remaining shit in there. I want to fling like fireballs at them to catch them on fire. All right, you do that, and, and they out. start to combust and. The place begins to smolder. Some of the foundation seems to start to catch. And after a little while, the blaze is about to start. So, you head out, and Githany and the rest of the guards are still standing there. Oh shit, the... they're still here! Yeah, that's yeah, right. They, they said they're going to stand on the borders and make sure everybody gets out. So, she's standing there with her guards, and she says, 15 minutes left... Could she see the flames? No, she hasn't started to suspect anything. <clears throat> mm. I mean, they didn't say anything about the building. And I'm sure there are stashes of alcohol in pretty much every room in there, so once the fire I, I was going to say, is there a <clears throat> cellar in the basement? More than likely. <laughs> We're, like, going away on our ship and... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to play, you know, just kind of walk up and just kind of... You know what? You're right. It belongs to... You and His Royal Majesty, Victor. <clears throat> his Imperial Majesty. And don't try to bullshit me. Well, clearly I am outmatched. It is all yours. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, Miss Githany. And she stares daggers into you. <laughs> I'm just going to keep walking with my little legs. <laughs> 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 all right. Let's get out of here, guys. Okay, so let's see. So, eventually you make your way... Where are you guys headed? Um, probably to where... Well, we have to go down and find uh, the captain. <clears throat> oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, St. Paul at the... Uh, the Azor or something. The Azure Serpent. Something yep. like that, yeah. So, making your way downtown, walking fast. Get <laughs> 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 the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I love laughing at my own jokes. (laughs) So, you eventually make it to the Azure Serpent. Oh no. And you walk in, and it's a fairly nice bar. And the bartender is a sort of well fit man. He's sort of scrubbing some. The bar, he says, come on in, come on in. Has the building exploded yet? Uh, not yet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's 
taking its sweet ass time. In my head, I'm like, wait a minute, what if we just created a fucking Two-Face? <laughs> <laughs> so. Lucky. So, um, the barkeep says, welcome, come on in. How can I help you? Um, I'm looking for somebody. Captain St. Paul? What's that? I'm sorry, was that it? Oh, St. Paul? Yes. Sure thing. Uh, I'll let somebody know. Um, he's probably still upstairs. He was sleeping off last night. Mm, well, it's like midnight at this point, so. So, eventually, uh, somebody goes upstairs. You know, he whispers to one of the maids, you know, could you get um, Mr. St. Paul, room number 25? She says, sure thing, hon. She walks upstairs, and somebody says, oh my god. There's a fire. And uh, people are kind of like, somebody say fire? Where? And people are kind of running around, oh my god, it's the manor house. The manor house is on fire. And all of a sudden, in the distance, people start screaming, oh my god, it exploded. There's an explosion at the manor house. Somebody runs in, some, anybody, the, the manor house. The uh, Valis Manor, it, it, it's uh, it's exploded. He it's on just fire. It after us. I'm no, I'm gonna totally play on this. Those bastards. He's gonna say. Stoltz gonna say out loud. They said they were gonna do it. I didn't believe them though. Make a deception roll. No, wait, performance. Performance. Those imperial bastards. <laughs> you imperial bastards. Uh, performance. Death to the stormcloaks. Uh, that's ten. Okay. People kind of turn around, they're kind of like, what? What are you talking about? We were just up there for a funeral, and these imperial bastards came in and said they were going to burn it to the ground. Make a deception roll. It was a good friend of mine. It's a 12. People are like, what? What, what do you mean the Empire said they were going to burn it down? Well, they apparently didn't like his defiance against them. Those imperial bastards. Somebody spits on the floor. I knew those cocksuckers would do something like this. They've been encroaching on Rimmick rights for far too long. We're off. I've even heard the Sentinel has burning hands and did it herself. Somebody turns to you. The Sentinel? What Sentinel? Githany? Sentinel Gith... The bitch! The fucking witch! I want to, I want to, with my little legs, I want to climb up on a fucking table. <laughs> All of you, listen! Those Imperial bastards, they're trying to take your city. You see them, you cut them down where they stand. Make a performance check with advantage. Because <laughs> now you're at eye level with literally everybody else. <laughs> with, with advantage. People are like, yeah! Fuck those Imperial assholes! Get your pitchforks and your torches! Grab a fucking gun! We'll shoot the fuckers in the fucking head! <laughs> this is our land, goddammit! And that Victor can suck a dick! Yeah! Have a gun! Passive. Don't repeat that word. <laughs> what, what word? Any of the words you just heard. For the revolution! <laughs> and everybody starts screaming, yeah! And they start marching out the doors. You know, okay, Acorn, you can say that. Oh, you were talking to Acorn? Yeah. Oh. Acorn's just kind of like, fuck the revolution! <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's exactly how it goes. 
Fuck the revolution! No, no, for the revolution. Fuck! For! <laughs> Fuck! No, no, for! Like the number four. For the revolution. There's four fucking revolutions? <laughs> we can talk about it later. Hey, okay, mommy. Mommy, I'm thirsty. I want water. <laughs> I need, I need some water. Water. Um, uh, yeah, I, all my customers are fucking gone, but okay. And he pours you a large tankard of water. He says, uh, here you go. Much obliged. Um, I'm going to flip him a gold coin. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, divines bless your kindness. And he kind of tucks the coin in and, uh, maid comes down. Who wanted Mr. St. Paul? And she looks around, where did everybody go? Did you not hear the explosion? I heard an explosion, but I didn't know what was going on. People were shouting. I figured it was a firework. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Times are changing. Oh. Well, I, I sure know. I've written to the council several times about them kids. Maddie, this isn't the time. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, here's Mr. Paul for you. And Mr. St. Paul, Captain St. Paul, comes down. He's a rugged-looking guy. You know, thick, scruffy, unkempt sort of face. Not so much a beard, but just like a five o'clock shadow. Okay, I was going to say, like, Duck Dynasty kind of beard? (laughs) No, he comes down the stairs, and he looks at all of you, and he says, So who the fuck wanted me? Fuck the revolution! (laughs) (laughs) Maddie's like, what about a revolution? Captain St. Paul. Yes. Valis has passed. And he instructed me to come find you to captain his ship. That's understandable. Give me a second to sober up. He he, uh, goes over to a large barrel of water, opens it, and just... (laughs) Oh, boy. And just... (gasps) Okay. I'll take it to the Quetzalcoatl. All right. And you're you're exiting the bar, and uh, the bar keeps like, you guys don't want to stay the night or anything? Things are going to get really nasty here real quick. I would recommend you board up for the night and just be prepared for the worst. Uh, uh, Will do. Uh, Thank you for coming. Um, Okay. Maddie? (laughs) Maddie? We gotta start bolting the windows and locking the doors. Lock up every nook and cranny. There's a revolution in progress. Bye bye. Bye bye, pacifist. Fuck the revolution! <laughs> Mommy, this is fun! <laughs> Revolutions are fun, Acorn. Oh. Fuck the revolution! Oh my God. <laughs> I sure chose a wonderful time for a paradigm shift. <laughs> So you all exit the bar, and the streets are just rampant with angry voices saying, Kill! Kill! Kill the Imperials! Kill! Kill! Kill the Imperials! What have I done? (laughs) What have we done, my darling? (laughs) The streets are in open riot. People are smashing open windows and grabbing, you know, guns off of gun racks and ammunition. They're heading up to the estate, and you can hear, you know, gunfire going off in the distance. And you tell them I'm coming. I'm coming. And hell's, hell's coming, coming with me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking watch Tombstone because it's a real treat. 
<laughs> so. That's probably one of my favorite movie lines of all time. So anyway, I started blasting. Are we about to leave another town burning in our way? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we least, are the bad guys. <laughs> at least it's not another port city like last time. Mm. But then again, I will argue that he was blasting a shotgun all around the place. Yeah, so. damn yeah, and this absolutely. time they're defending themselves. Yeah, because so. you guys started a revolution. <laughs> Revolution! <laughs> to be fair, they're fucking assholes. Gonna start playing punk rock. Fuck Do the you hear I don't me give a damn about a bad invitation. Alright, let's continue. Alright, so. Uh, St. Paul Kylie Red blood of angry men. St. <laughs> Paul sort of uh, starts leading you toward the dock. She said, okay, just follow me, stick close together, and don't get caught up in the crowd, whatever you do. And just as he said, says that, somebody throws in a Molotov cocktail into a Victorian uh, building called Victorium Emporium. <laughs> and the whole place just goes up in smoke. It just explodes. Uh, I'm going to grab Scarlet's quickly taking notes in her notebook about songs. Like... <laughs> uh... With that happening, like, I'm gonna, like, Celtis is gonna grab Scarlet by the hand and, like, kind of tug her along, because she's walking too slow at this point. So, eventually, he leads you to the docks, and you're right in front of the Quetzalcoatl. And it's a... Unlike the other ships, which are usually done in black and red with silver lettering, this one is... Bougie as fuck. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It is gold, That's and on it is not painted. good for us, though, because it means that we're going to stand out like a sword. But at least we look damn good while doing it. <laughs> it is a golden ship with the painting of a winged serpent, the Quetzalcoatl, on the side. And oh, I it, thought, like, instead, you know how some ships have, like, the, the women figurine on the front? I thought it might have some kind of snake, like, motif yeah. as well. It's, it's just Valis's face. <laughs> Go no, on. not really, but... <laughs> Buddy Jesus! Buddy Ballas. <laughs> True to form, it is an image of a serpent Hell called yeah. the Quetzalcoatl Hell on yeah. its side. And he says, all right, let's load up and get the hell out. All right. So it takes him a little while to do that. And in the process, somebody uh, comes up to the ship and she says... That was totally uncalled for. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss uh, Githany, was it? Silence! You didn't say that you needed the place up and standing. <laughs> you just said you needed us out. So you admit well, to the, the deed. How old are you? 17. I'm older, so but... The, the 17-year-old <clears throat> seems to understand this more than you, apparently. Silence! I know it was you that did this. Let's get going. I'm going as fast as I can. Nope, I got it. All right. Walk right up and like stand like right. We don't recognize your authority. Death to the man! (laughs) (laughs) You got your scarf tied around your head this time, like a yes, like Rambo. I was thinking more like hippie bandana, like, yeah! The power within! No, man! Full on Rambo this shit! Nice. Alright, so you stand right in front of her. I hope you realize this is only the beginning. 
I hope you realize this is your end. She takes out her whip, snaps it, and fire leeches from the strands of rope. I would love to kiss. Oh, are the, are the time. Still there? Oh no, he's trying to okay, cut off on. right here. Oh, I was gonna say I want to tap my staff on the ground and cast mold earth and make a pit open up underneath her. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh. Okay. <laughs> he asked how deep. Um. Two, four, one, two. Uh, it's like the range is thirty foot. Okay, how deep? Thirty feet. Deep. No, I think that's like the. How far? It, 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 it says. How here, much earth like, can you mold? It, oh, it um. That's it the says, range that you can mold the earth. You can at. choose a portion of dirt or stone that you can see within a range and fits within a five foot cube. So, so a five, five foot, foot cube. Okay. So you can do up to five feet. Okay. Okay, sure. Okay. So five foot deep hole. That five deep. foot wide by five foot deep. Yeah. Because <coughs> it's a cube. So all of a sudden the earth sort of opens up beneath her. And for a second she's sort of standing, but all of a sudden she just... Ah! Um, and then, hold on, with your permission... I mean, it lasts for an hour, but if I cancel it or change, you know, use it again, can I have it just close up around her? I'm talking like <laughs> Toph burying fucking Sokka into the ground, kind of like. <laughs> well, <laughs> only I mean, the head I mean, sticking her out. Head is gonna stick out. Most That's likely. fine. Yeah. That's fine. Because <laughs> she's buried all the way up to <laughs> the get you. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Let's Adios. do it. Yeah, Jaeger. Yeah, <laughs> so all of a sudden she's about to sink into the earth and you stop and it just sort of digs in around her throat and she's just all that you can see is her head and little bits of hair sort of some of it is caught in the dirt some of it is still out and she's ah, ah you bastard ah I'll leave you to the citizens of this town for destroying their manor and then turn around and walk when up onto the ship. When comes along, you must have been the acorn. <laughs> what do we say to that? Fuck the revolution! <laughs> revolution! <laughs> I have a terrible father. And that is where we are going to stop nice. tonight. Thank you all for listening. We'll we're see back, you bitches. next week for the World maybe. of Zenos. Maybe. Maybe. Well, maybe. 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 It might be two weeks. Sorry. We might have a two-week barrier. But or a one-shot oh. next week, maybe. Or potentially, yeah. We'll we will keep you informed. Thank you all for listening, and have a good morning, <coughs> afternoon, or evening, wherever, whatever the case may be.